All right, let me start with this. Let me remind everyone to go to the hankstrange.com, sign up for our email list there, look around. Lola's got Lola's deals that she's putting up. If you check out the uh, Strangeaholics tab, that's where you find all the different platforms we're on. As a matter of fact, I think that even YouTube slash Strangeaholics is where we're putting all the videos that YouTube is demonetizing, the gun videos that YouTube, YouTube is demonetizing from the main channel. We'll talk about all of that here as we get into this. You are, of course, listening and watching the Who Moved My Freedom podcast, the most prolific Second Amendment podcast in the universe in the universe um so we're gonna get into this we've got some good guests tonight it is wednesday why is my ac uh still coming on gotta shut the ac off i totally forgot that all right <laughs> it'll shut off so just forgive, forgive me for the ac there for a second uh let's let's uh go to the open right now and get right into this but oh by the way big shout out to franklin armory thanks to them for sponsoring the show let's do this welcome back Alright guys, situation. make sure you smash that subscribe button, smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. Uh, I don't know if anyone has a bell. I got this one. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. There you go. We are live. You guys know how we do this. Come on, let's see the jazz hands. Come on, let's see Josh, Big Josh, everyone doing jazz hands. Come on, look at those jazz hands going. There you go. Big Josh is doing it. Alaskan Ballistics is doing it. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. This is episode 788 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Um, like I said, man, we're prolific. We're prolific with this, son. <laughs> Our guests are Big Josh of uh, Black Diamond Guns and Gear. There he goes, Big Josh. Um, so... What's up? What's up? If you guys don't know this, I learned this because the last time I saw Josh was at uh, uh, the Iraq veteran event. Not only is his partner in crime over there, little Josh, but apparently, big Josh, your brother's name is Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys are very creative over there in your family. It's just got to yeah, say. No, he, he's my stepbrother. But uh, yeah, we man, we've been brothers for a long time. Mm -hmm. So it just kind of stuck. Yeah, I actually met him. He was out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So very and then I heard there's other cousins named Josh. It's just a thing. Is that true? Is that <laughs> yeah. someone just making it that happens up? every now and then. Oh, okay. <laughs> we also we also have Chuck of Alaskan Ballistics joining us. What's going on, man? Not a whole lot. How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Um, this is the first time you guys have been on together. I don't know if you guys know each other, if you watch each other's stuff, maybe. I, hope I so. know of him, and I've okay. seen the channel. So, Okay, there you go. Yeah. Boom. I've seen him before. I think we even shook hands at the IRAC Veteran 8888 shoot. Probably, sure. yeah. Okay, yeah, you were, out, you were out there, right? I told yeah, you. I was out there. I told Made you the you long cross-continental flight. Oh, so. <laughs> yes, I did oh, see yeah, you. I, think I was I... asking you. I was like, man, did you drive here all the way from Alaska? And you're like, oh. Yes, I remember that now. That was somehow blocked out of my... <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. It was good. So that was the first time we ever met then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun meeting everybody there, seeing you and Lola and Flying mm -hmm. Rich and... Uh, everybody oh, okay. there it was just great. Yeah, please tell me you're not part of the squadron, please. Just don't. Uh, that's the squadron. Oh, good, good. <laughs> you're, no, you're good now. <laughs> yeah, Flying Rich has this squadron, quote unquote, 
that he came up with since the, you know what here's the problem i i coined the term squadron for them and i should have never done it so now they think they're all that so yeah it's a, all that and a bag of potato chips i'm telling you man they are out of control with that but uh okay cool yeah so we were all at iv 8888 uh favorite memories who who's got good memories from there who wants to, i don't know man i uh I honestly like everybody goes down to shoot all kinds of guns and stuff like that. But to be honest with you, we shoot a lot and we just go down there to hang out with everybody. I mean, we, I, I shot a couple things. It wasn't like, you know, a ton of stuff. I probably shot maybe, Oh, I don't know. A couple handguns, a couple of rifles. And that was it. Like I was pretty much just hanging out with everybody and doing my thing. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's my favorite part is actually getting to hang out with everybody at all the different places and mm-hmm. you know the after party or whatever you want to call it get togethers whatnot that's that's the funnest part for me uh going down there yeah i i'm glad you said that i agree with you man i don't really go there to shoot guns and you know it, there's a lot of badass guns out there without a doubt yeah you know it's 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 always a thing but especially with the crazy ass year we had it was so awesome to just just run into gun guys and sit down and kick it you know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you say to that, Alaskan? What was your favorite moment, or what do you think about that? Well, the guns were a lot of fun, because, you know, I, I've only shot a few machine guns before that, that day, so they were a lot of fun, but yeah, I totally agree. Uh, meeting you and Lola, and 2AE to you, and Josh here, and uh, Jared from Guns and Gadgets, and uh, I don't know who else I met that I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just Guns and Gear, and uh, Adam Kraut, and... Uh, uh, talking with all the GOA people and all the CMMG people and just, you know, make, meeting all those people and, you know, just realizing that th- these are really good people and these are the kind of people we want standing mm-hmm. up for the amendment and stuff like that. And so, yeah, the, the people was the main thing for me as well. But the guns mm-hmm. were kind of cool. I, I like that KP-44, that, um, what's his name, um, the guy that works at Brandon Herrera. Uh, uh, he oh, had yeah. out there, the millimeter, what, you know, what is it, Mad Custom Arms? Um, mm. he had a KP-94. Uh, Describe that to me. Model. It was a uh, World War II like, submachine gun. Oh, okay. Uh, huh. The KP-44 KP on the on the on it. And, uh, There's so much a, stuff I missed, man. Yeah. Because I was just like talking Just hanging with so dudes, I, yeah. I, there's <laughs> tons of stuff I missed. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Somebody was like, oh, you didn't see the stuff and things uh, binary Glock trigger. And I was like, no. <laughs> I yes. Who was it that had the binary Glock trigger? That is, um, is that JSD supply? Stuff that and things. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't even see that one. So, oh, yeah. okay. They had all kinds of cool stuff out there. Apparently, Stuff and Things is a new company. I, I'm pretty sure they're a new company, and uh, they've sent us like a, a Scorpion. You can't grab that right now, but mm-hmm. there was a Scorpion uh, Evo part that they sent us for a, an adapter for a, a grip for it. Oh, sweet. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, and they got some really cool stuff, innovative stuff, and they're a mm-hmm. new company, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I think they're from Indiana, I want to say. Oh, okay. I'm not 100% on that, but huh. they are, they're a cool company, and they got a bunch of cool stuff, and I didn't even know they had a booth there until afterwards. Yeah. It's called Stuff and Things? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I must have missed Yeah, I, think, uh, I thought JSD Supply had a binary trigger at their... At their table also, or maybe I don't know if Probably. they were doing that collaboratively, because I thought they had a binary Glock trigger also. 
What was that? I know I heard about a binary Glock trigger. Maybe it was stuff and things that I heard about that from. There were there yeah. were some just badass um, stuff there. I think this wasn't. You guys were talking about guns and gadgets. This wasn't even the first time I saw him, but I did see him there. I think I've seen him. Yeah, a the first times time I ever met Jared was at the Gundy's. Actually, that's the first time I ever met him. Right. You. So you were at the Gundy. So we've seen each other this year. Other than that, then. Yeah, in January. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I know I saw him there, and then I could swear I saw him somewhere else. <laughs> but uh, he's a really good dude. He's really humble. You know, like, I was really surprised at how humble and nice he is. He's just yeah, really good dude. He's staying so. really busy too. Um, yeah. he's he does really good getting all that stuff out there before everybody else does, and mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree Absolutely. with that. Um, you know, here's my story of what I saw. Check this out, Alaskan Villa Sticks. I was at the show. All of a sudden, this big dude with like no shirt on and tattoos all over just comes <laughs> you know lumber it out at me i was like oh no what's gonna happen guess who it was big josh big josh was walking <laughs> he was on his super sexy <laughs> yeah it got hot man it was like 100 degrees out there yeah i was like was well what, this is what happened so i spilled mustard on my shirt from the burger and i was like man i am not doing a video or something with this thing on my shirt so i, I, I went ahead and just took it off and i ended up getting a, another rain shirt and i was going to cut the sleeves off oh. of it and uh brandy was like no don't do that and she she said i'm not letting any of the gun buddies come out here without any tank tops on and stuff so i'm not letting oh, you yes. do it and oh. i was like all right uh, yes, um, she was not lying. Yeah, she, <laughs> that is not a lie. <laughs> Brandy was on point. <laughs> no one was getting away with anything. <laughs> I know. They're doing I, it again in October, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think yeah. they are. Yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not going to make that one. I'm glad I made this one. Um, I think by the time we get around to October, there's a whole bunch of road trips that I'll be on. Mm. at that time but yeah that was fun i had a lot of fun there it was good to see you man you were on your now now you messed it up by telling me that i thought you were just on your super sexy you know i was like man josh is the sexiest big dude around might as well just take it off you know (laughs) yeah you know he just had his swagger on he wasn't even trying to like hide it or he's like yo man this is how i roll just get out my way son yeah. As soon as I did that and she gave me that shirt, <laughs> I went over there to the uh, MMG tent and I was like, I might as well do a slow motion video of me shooting that uh, MK-47 mm-hmm. without my shirt on. And so I did that too. That was pretty cool. Oh, oh, wait, you got away with that, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. You are probably the only person that got away with anything like that at that event. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that man. right now. <laughs> You know, Brandy might still catch up to you over that one. You never know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I actually witnessed her scream. I'm not going to say who or what exactly happened, but I did witness her uh, putting someone in check. And I was like, mm, I'm not here right now. <laughs> man, I don't doubt it, man. Brandy's firecracker. She knows exactly oh, what she's doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I get in trouble with Brandy every single time I see her. <laughs> That's funny. So... <laughs> All right, cool. Um, let's see. I don't know if there's any questions for you guys out here yet. Let's see. Um, okay, Flying Rich says JSD had the binary. Um, Gen Champ Jr. says JSD had the prototype binary. Um, okay. Yeah. So there might have been there might that might have been a collaboration thing. Um, yeah, maybe. 
Yeah, I want to find out about stuff and things though in Indiana. I know I was I was in Indiana, like what, like a month ago or something, and I actually like it up there, man. I'm going back. That was my yeah, first time. Uh, the only time I went to Indiana was for the uh, NRA show. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, obviously, was, I've been uh, there for that, but I've never, other than than NRA, I've never hung out in Indiana before until like yeah, a month either. ago. Yeah, yeah, that was. I cool. think Opie's from Indiana originally. Opie. Yeah, opening the smokies. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's originally um, from Indiana. Yeah. So one of the things that um and we should probably get into this. I think we were talking a little bit about this behind the scenes. Uh the YouTubes and how the YouTubes are treating everyone. I know Alaskan Ballistics, you just recently got demonetized, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you want to tell us what's the deal there? At, you know. Sure. Bring us up um, to speed. I, uh, I opened, like I do every morning, I opened my YouTube studio app on my phone, mm-hmm. and none of the dollar signs were there. They weren't green or yellow or nothing. They just weren't there. Never got an email, nothing. Logged in on my computer. Your channel is no longer eligible for monetization for dangerous and harmful content and links. Mm-hmm. I don't have any links on my channel. I don't have any dangerous content. Uh, so I, uh, you know, they, they did re-monetize me a few weeks later, uh, mm-hmm. or like a week and a half later. So okay. um, everything's good now. Uh, it just, you know, that was that was a rough week because we're depending on that money to pay medical bills and stuff like that because we're on a pretty strict budget. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a rough week. I mean, my dog died and my YouTube demonetized me. If my wife had left me, I'd have a country song. Oh, man, so, sorry to hear that about your dog, man. That's, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Thank God. Yeah, but uh, my wife said she was stuck with me. So anyway... Um, okay. Yeah, oh, hey. so there's, there's that. <laughs> that's there. Yeah, that's a good know. thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it, it was it's just really disappointed. I mean, you know, I'd like to say it's leftist hate, uh, mm-hmm. but they do it to a lot of different channels that aren't gun channels. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, one of the science and futurism channels and science fiction channels I watch that he's created well, with other, you know, he's created a, a, his own streaming service so mm-hmm. that he doesn't have to deal with um, YouTube algorithms as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and along with a bunch of other creators, and uh, I think they got picked up by Curiosity Stream or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, it is everybody. I would, I would like to say, you know, leftist hate, but um, it, you know, it, and it probably is to some extent. You know, probably some zealous reviewer said, mm-hmm. "Ooh, you know, he's got a link to a fire starter kit that he mm-hmm. makes money off of as guns, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, you know." flag me for that or a rifle scope or something but you know i never sold guns or ammo or anything like that on the on the channel never had any links like that and so anyway clover tack shout out to him he mm-hmm. probably worked his behind the scenes magic and mm-hmm. uh that um i also have a, a good friend channel he's more of a prepping channel but he does a lot of uh, gun stuff uh you know talks about prepping situations magic prepper he just got demonetized at sixty thousand. um wow. so he's worked on it too so i mean he's yeah. just been you know and and he went to full he was making enough money to where he's going full on him and his wife are both living off their two digital worlds right now mm-hmm. and um you know he had a restaurant business he was starting he quit that because he was just doing better on youtube mm-hmm. and uh so he was actually depending on the money if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. so uh he's a good uh good uh person to go check out he's a really good guy what's uh, the name magic prepper magic uh, but prepper. he texted okay 
Yeah, he texted me one, uh, the, the, like two days after I got my back. He texted me and was like, uh, how did you get your back? And I said, uh, call your senator and call Clovertack. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, yeah. it was Clovertack. I, I don't know if you know yeah. what Clovertack did or if we could find out from Clovertack. Maybe we can see what it was he did or how he managed uh, to get that to happen. Yeah, he has a, f- a friend that works at YouTube of some kind that he made through the process of getting striked or something like that um, mm-hmm. that I know about. And that's all I know about. I'm probably not supposed to even tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but for all you know, it could be the Munchkin Mafia, man. Who knows? Yeah, you know? there's a bunch exactly. of other mafias out there. Okay, <laughs> if Clover Tack hears that, I'm gonna deny it, that I ever said it. But uh, well, you know, once you get to a certain amount of numbers or mm-hmm. or a certain amount of subs, you get like a representative or something mm-hmm. like that from YouTube. Um, yes, if you get, but that's a big number. And I don't know where Clover oh. is at right now, but I think that number where you actually get like a personal representative is something like a million or something like that. It's big. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I um, heard 100,000 before, but it might have been up to it's a not, million. Yeah. I'm, at a, I'm, I'm over 100,000. I don't have one. So, okay. Um, Boss Hog says, yeah, they demonetize Roman Atwood for dangerous stuff and having his kids on uh, the channel. Kids were never in danger. Uh, Roman Atwood is huge. That's a huge channel. Roman mm-hmm. Atwood, one of the I don't know if you guys are aware of who Roman Atwood is. He no, is, I haven't watched. He is one of the biggest YouTube channels, or was one of the biggest YouTube channels out there for a long time. Um, he's probably in the top ten. I mean, he's got movies and things like that that are out. But he's also good friends with Demo Ranch. That's uh, that's where I met uh, Roman Atwood through Demo Ranch at Shot Show. So, okay. uh, he, he used to do a, a lot, lot of prank guys, videos. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys that do like the uh, ads and stuff that they have on their, I guess their videos where they support them, do they do they not monetize their videos at all? Because when I monetize my videos, it's basically like it's automatically limited. Like there's no, mm-hmm. uh, maybe it'll be unlimited. Like no, it's it's always limited. There's never a green ever. Mm-hmm. I can tell you a trick with that. Okay. Um, so um, you're going to have to plan on sacrificing a few videos, but you're not making any money off of them anyway, so why not, right? Um, yeah. You have a rating. They used to show the rating. Mine was up a, up to 97%. Mm-hmm. You have a rating where you self-rate, and that rating yeah. based on the number of yellow that you get correct. Not the number of yellow percentage of yellow versus green. It's mm-hmm. the number of yellow that you get correct. So if you rate yours, when you go in and submit it, if you rate ones that are anywhere questionable in your mind compared to their standards, we, me and you both know that compared to the Second Amendment and the First Amendment, all of their YouTube stuff is crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But right. Yeah. compared to their standards, if it's questionable in your mind that you might have said, hey, go buy this gun today, all right? Well, that's pushing gun sales, and even though you didn't put a link down there, they might put it in yellow or demonetize the video completely. You mark it yellow. Don't let them do it. You do it. And as you do that, and I went back and did all my live streams and did any video it would let me mark yellow. And I was able to raise mine to a 97% at some point. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, And since then, they have turned two videos yellow on me. Um, Which were dumb. Those videos weren't growing anyway, so it didn't really matter. 
But, well, so are uh, you claiming all of your videos as being firearms related content? Yes. When, okay. Yes. Yes, I am. Um, yeah. I mean, because I, I do that. I do that with every video that has a gun in it, and they still yeah. hit those videos and go. I mean, there's nothing else in there. We're not cursing. We don't talk like in the gun. The place where we talk about politics is here on the podcast. So I already separated that out. So we're not talking politics where, you know, except if it's about the Second Amendment, which I guess maybe to them, that's, you know, that's a thing. Right. But um, all we're doing is showing the guns and shooting them. But I'm, I'm having yeah. the same problem as Josh. Every single video that we pull a trigger on gets demonetized which is a lot yeah, of videos absolutely like yeah, without yeah. without a doubt like every one of them's like that on mine you could actually look at my my page or whatever my I, a lot of people study the algorithms and mm -hmm. study how to you know like uh jonathan from tactical toolbox man he's right. like yeah a whiz on them mm -hmm. and uh yeah. he just knows how to do everything and i for one have never looked at any of that i don't look at analytics I don't look mm -hmm. when to put up videos. I literally mm -hmm. just do it as we do it. And mm -hmm. if it comes out and it gets limited, it's limited. If it comes out and gets demonetized, it's demonetized. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we still, me and Josh both still work 40 hour jobs. Like this is our side gig basically. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I mean, it's, we've kind of treated it that way. And now I know mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't like that and you, I could probably make it a lot better. But I'll be honest with you, I do all the social media stuff. I do all of the uploading, all the editing, all that stuff. Josh is here as support, and you know he, he knows the knowledge about firearms. Like, I know about guns, but he really knows about guns. Mm -hmm. So I'm just a guy that likes to shoot stuff. Mm -hmm. so, so basically, I do all the stuff, and I just don't have time to, to look at it all. And I probably should, because I could probably do a lot better than what I do now. Um. Yeah. Go, go ahead. If you will sacrifice and mark your own videos yellow for a while, and go and any ones that they mark yellow, take down and re-upload them and mark them yellow yourself. All okay. Right? That's so a, that's how do you mark them yellow? Because all up. I do is hit that it has firearm content in it. That's I make sure I tell it that. Well, it has I guess you have to hit some other tags on it, or you have to. Yeah, uh, so, so it, do you guys have the the self uh, what is it, the self monetization self guidelines or? Uh, self check system. I forgot what they call it exactly. Yeah, we. I think but, we all have that. Everyone. So I can. Say, so I can give you guys a little bit of insight on this. When I first started doing uh, Stranger Palooza, it's a separate channel where we do car stuff. Um, mm -hmm. On on um, on my main Hank Strange channel, I have that thing. I cannot upload a video where I don't get that right. So every video I have to sell them. Is it firearms content? Is is whatever? The only thing I could see that I'm guilty of is firearms content. Right. Right. Um, but maybe you're saying there's other things now on the Stranger Palooza in the beginning. There was nothing like that. I'm, I was just putting up car videos and they never asked me. Now I noticed they started asking me. Yeah. You know, so yeah, maybe that went to everyone now on YouTube. It's a certain number of subscribers, actually. I think okay. it's the self um, monetization. Oh, self, OK, so I must uh, have hit that. Yeah. You must have hit it on the channel. I know, yeah. like, my friend Rob from Cherry City Guns and Outdoors, mm -hmm. Cherry City Guns and Ammo, he has 2,000 subscribers. He can't do it. Um, yeah. Lola so, says, uh, exactly how do you mark a video yellow? Same question as Josh. Right. So when you get into the firearms content, it gives you um, three choices, right? It gives you um, uh, guns while hunting, uh, or in a safe environment like a shooting range. If you click that one, it'll be green if they agree with you, right? Mm -hmm. Then oh, another one okay. showing 
modification of guns or something like that, and it's the middle one, and it's yellow, and it has one that's like really bad that none of us do, and that one would be automatically demonetized, all right? Like showing like how to build a gun or whatever. I didn't know that the first one was green. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, makes the sense. First one, yeah, the first one's green. The second one's yellow. Uh, the third one is not monetized at all. And hmm. uh, if you go mark a video yellow, like here's 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 a video I marked yellow, for example. I uh, had a lot of reloading in it, okay, because I'm an avid reloader. And I pulled a Fort Scott Munitions Tui bullet that I bought off the shelf. I pulled them out of 7mm 08, 120-grain solid copper, and loaded them with a max charge in 7mm Remington Magnum. Okay, and I have an extra long 26 inch barrel, so that bullet was getting darn near 3,600 feet per second. All right, so I said, Will this penetrate armor? So I did a lot of hand loading in the video and told, talked about what I did with the hand loading. And then I'm trying to purposely destroy body armor, trying to make ammo to purposely destroy body armor. I marked that one yellow myself. All right, I didn't ask for a manual review, I didn't do anything because. That one is kind of borderline, all right? And, um, you know, spoiler alert, if you want to know whether or not it went through the video. Well, no, spoiler alert. If you want to know whether or not it went through the video. But, uh, um, it, uh, um, it was definitely uh, something I marked yellow because I, I got a picture of black tip 30-06, and on my, on my meme it says, armor-piercing 7-millimeter Remington Magnum, question mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a video that I would mark yellow because – Maybe you know. To me, it's freedom of speech. I want it. I want it to be. Make no, I understand what wrong. you're saying, but you're saying the trick is to just rat yourself out on a couple of videos, and then get yeah. whatever they're like. They want to know sure. that you are you know, self flatulating. No, wait, hold on. Is that the right thing? Yes. No, wait a second. Yeah, but they want to know you're whipping yourself. <laughs> Pretty much, and uh, yeah. once you get that percentage above about forty percent. Hmm. As long as you know you're at a safe shooting range, and as long as you know you're handling all weapons safely, and mm-hmm. you're not, you know, selling guns, once you know that you you're at that, that point, then you can start marking them green, and they'll usually stay green. You'll start marking the first one green. Okay, so they so uh, the algorithm yeah. stops. So I think I I might understand this a little bit, maybe. Mm-hmm. So what happens is if you drop below a certain score, you are getting the full attention of the algorithm. If you properly flog yourself and just whip yourself into total submission enough, the algorithm goes, okay, he's learned his lesson. (laughs) Yeah, pretty Uh, much. That's that's how it works. I mean, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, it does. It does. The thing that it says is like the first one is like, oh, you're handling firearms in a safe manner at a a range. Like, I'm like, yes, that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then the second one says, I guess that would be yellow says, you know, you're manufacturing all this stuff. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that. So I never clicked that one because in that, we're not really doing that. I'm always doing the stuff in the first one. We're just shooting guns at a range. So that's the reason why I click it. Yeah. But I guess no matter what, they're going to put it on yellow if it has anything to do with firearms. So you might as well just go ahead and hit it. Yeah, or once you get that score. Look, I think that I think what uh, Chuck is saying makes a lot of sense. Uh, mm-hmm. But once you get to this, the way all of this is working is an algorithm. YouTube, there's so many people uploading videos. YouTube does not want a person looking at you. So one thing I did learn. Now, there's guys out there who are doing, who are breaking all the, 
I don't know if I should say breaking all the rules. They're doing what any normal red-blooded American gun guy is going to do, and they're not getting into anything, right? They're able to get their videos out there. It seems like there's nothing in the way. But I think those guys yeah. probably have some consultants. They have some different mechanisms going, and that's how that's working for them. But for the most part, a lot of us fall into this category where we're putting up stuff now and we're getting hit. And I think the reason is that we've dropped... Uh, we've got a certain score, and then what it's doing is hitting everything. Now, I know that um, Brandon Herrera said, don't contest anything with them. Yeah, I've and, heard that too. He told me that when we were at, uh, I yeah. think we were at the Gundies actually. And he yeah. was like, uh, yeah, do not ask for a review, because if you ask for a review, they're automatically going to do it in their next yeah. like, three or four videos. Yeah, and he did a video about that. I think when when he got something deleted, like one of the meme videos got deleted, and Brandon made that video, and I kept telling everyone, look at what Brandon's saying here. This makes a lot of sense. Stop complaining to these guys because they're going to pay attention to you. Now, I could tell yeah. you this happened to Babyface P. He actually, his channel was getting, you know, he was doing pretty good, started up. Uh, and he, there's one video that w that all of a sudden hit a million views, then two million views, three million views. But it was, it was demonetized or limited, mm -hmm. we should say, right? Limited, because that's, cause that's yeah. what they're doing. But that really means there's no monetization on it. Right, and yeah. but that video still kept going it took off right but the the thing was i think that he kept thinking every time he's when he saw it go to two million and three million he kept thinking oh i'm losing all this you know this monetization and i said please whatever you do do not com complain to these guys and ask them to take a look yeah. at it he couldn't resist i usually it. just end up just taking the the limited and just and just running with it. I don't even. Yeah, that's what you. That's what I just. I just throw it up. That's what you should do, if, especially if it takes off. But here's the thing, he he put in the request to them. They looked at it. They confirmed what, uh, the fact that it was limited, and after that, the video dropped. Mm. Like it just yeah. fell off a cliff. If they confirm it's limited, your your video will normally drop. I've had I've had one confirmed limited that actually kept going to a hundred thousand views which is pretty good for my channel the rest of them were like dead in the water at twenty two thousand views you know um yeah and if you market limited but here's what i'm telling you um if if they market limited delete the video re-upload it change a few things mm -hmm. you market limited yourself and that way it'll take off and it'll help your percentage all right okay now here's the with the new YouTube update on their website, they don't tell you your percentage anymore. They just tell you if it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've so seen the YouTube thing where it says um, you have, it says be careful, you have uh, selected the wrong thing a couple of times or whatever. Yeah, because you've got that score. So I think from what, from what Chuck is saying, you need to bring that score down. Um, and so here's the thing. So everyone's got different strategies on this. I think that what we've been doing is if the, so like you just said, um, with as many subscribers as we have, the, those, like, even if the video's green, we have a tough time getting that video over 2,000 views. Yeah. So even yeah. if the video Our is views green, have dropped tremendously. Like, I mean, yeah. we, me too. It's, it's crazy yeah. how, how, how low they've actually went. It's nice. Yeah. It's very rare that we managed to push something through and then we could do that. Now, I know um, I've spoken to uh, Tactical Toolbox. He just makes all his videos. Um, he takes off monetization altogether. If you do that, all to, if you take that off, you have to have other mechanisms to get those, those videos out there and, and get eyeballs on it, right? 
yeah. and I think that he has a some kind of system and different things obviously set up to do that where you know like maybe he's using his website an email list all those all those kind of yeah. things can help the the real thing that's happening here is that when you put up a video within 24 to 48 hours its performance controls what happens to it if it if it takes off and yeah. escapes from gravity um, then it, it'll probably do relatively well, but if it if it can't get over that two thousand mark real quick, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's no matter how big your channel is, it's not going to go anywhere unless you have some other mechanism to get people to look at the videos. And One that's thing why I was wondering about. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, we were talking about off air the uh, the uh, community post, and mm-hmm. I use my community post almost daily, sometimes twice a day. It's got to annoy some of my uh, viewers, but uh, mm-hmm. and subscribers. But uh, I use it to uh, share other people's videos. We were talking about that as well. Mm-hmm. I think me, um, Mr. Big Kid, and Rob from Cherry City Guns and Outdoors, and Alvin from Modern Mountain Man, and Chuke from Chuke's Outdoor Adventures here in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, we share. Uh, I'm forgetting somebody. Pat, real man of genius. We were sharing each other's videos for a mm-hmm. while, and. A couple of viewers caught us because they're subscribed to all of us, but um, mm-hmm. we were sharing a, uh, and it was actually t- taking a video that had stalled out and, you know, bumping it up maybe 500 views that day because I mean we had people who had everywhere from a thousand subscribers to sixty thousand mm-hmm. subscribers in this right, mm-hmm. and um, it would bump up to like you know 500 views in that day, but it, then it would trend better for the next week, week and a half. Yeah. Uh, we should. Well. I, I. I think one of the things. I think more people should do that. I think it's probably a good idea uh, for more folks to try to do something like that. What do you Maybe, think about doing the shorts? Huh? The shorts? Yeah. Um. So I. So here's what's going on with the community tab and even the shorts. Basically, what's happening with YouTube is trying to compete with other. Um, platforms out there so the shorts yeah, is youtube instagram has started doing those things yeah so it's they're trying to, to compete with the tiktok and instagram so if you part this is the way that it is right they can they can pull switches and turn things on and off so because they want us and and, and part of what's happening to us is happening to everyone else i don't think completely because i'm telling you guys on the car side i don't see a lot of this but i think that they're hitting switches because they're trying to make folks use the the shorts thing so if you use it then the algorithm goes oh this person's using it i haven't done it yet there are people who are using it but now requires that you do this whole thing right it has to be less than a minute it has to be vertical video um and if there's a way to figure out how to do that then that is a thing if people have that kind of time it probably is a good thing for them to do and the same thing with the community tab they're competing with facebook so they want, uh, they want us to engage people on that community tab. And then what happens, because you're doing it, they're like, okay, we'll open up this, this portal a little bit for you and let you get a little bit more flow um, going on your channel. Do you know who uh, the Daniel Accord is on Instagram? No, Daniel Accord, no. He's got some cool content, and he does a lot of stuff um, with the shorts. And I would say probably 80% of his content is the shorts and his following mm-hmm. has grown crazy. And I think it's because those videos are so short that, you know, people's attention spans are, are so small mm-hmm. now that is basically, 
you know, they see it real quick and they, you know, like what he sees, so they just subscribe. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think there's, it's really cool that he's starting to do a lot of those. Yeah. And uh, it's starting to take off like that for him. I think it's pretty neat. So I started to do a couple of them, and I've, I've done a couple on YouTube. I've mostly done, like, the reels on Instagram and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I started to, whatever I share on Instagram as reels, I try to share it as shorts on, on YouTube and see have how you, it does. Has it, have you seen okay. any, has it, uh, made a difference at all or? Yeah. I mean, I probably get closer to, you know, the amount of views that I would get in a shorter period of time on those shorts than I do if I was to put up a video that was 11 minutes long mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I think we, I think we need to figure out how to do several things. I think probably, we should maybe even here on this podcast, I'm gonna try to figure out how to like take what folks are already doing out there with the community tab. Maybe like I start sharing people stuff on my main channels, community tab and all of that. You know, like we just put things together and people go or maybe, you know, using this platform, there's not, you know, I, I know my numbers here are, have been have been limited as well for a while, but maybe we could do something like that. We can pick Black Diamond Guns and Gears one day. Right. One day we could pick Alaska yeah, ballistics. Cool. Yeah. And then everyone goes and, you know, like someone puts it on their community tab, then everyone goes there. And because you need to interact on that community tab, too. You know, you need to go in there and answer yeah. and, and do things on there. Um, and then things like using an email list, uh, using your social media to share things, you know, um, really, it's yeah. some of what uh, Chuck was talking about, uh, getting your score to go up if you're interested in that uh, you know it, it sucks that we have to do all of this it sucks it really does but i don't yeah. see the gun community or the industry or anyone else getting together and picking something um and saying hey we're gonna support this platform out there and let's all go jump on there let's do advertising let's look at the videos let's post our videos there first so yeah I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I know a lot of people were jumping on Rumble mm-hmm. there for a little bit, but I, yeah. I just, I could hardly ever get into it. To be honest with you, like when I'm trying to find time out of my day, you know, to do my 40 hour job, then to post videos and also so, do Instagram and also do yeah. Rumble. Like it's just there's so much, man. There's also Odyssey, which used to be Library TV, but look, it's it's totally impossible right now. I'm running three channels. Yeah. Yeah, you know? we started up a, a vlog channel just because I wanted to do something mm-hmm. that wasn't, you know, gun related to see what would happen. Kind of like you did with the cars thing, and, mm-hmm. and it's basically you know just everything else that I do besides guns. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, going on vacation, it's you know mm-hmm. going out to the lake, you know, all this other mm-hmm. stuff. And how uh, is it doing? I'm hoping that it's okay. I've gotten close to 100 subscribers. I've only had it up okay. for a couple of weeks. Okay, um, that's good. It's going okay. Yeah. 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 You know, it'll it'll go like that, and then something you'll put on there will take off, and then because you have the other content, it won't have the same effect where the algorithm is deliberately holding your head down underwater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, you were going to say something, so, Chuck. Go ahead. Yeah, so one of the most important um, things is, uh, you, I'm looking at it on my phone right now, is the number of impressions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can see mine's going down. And, you know, it says 1,977,539 impressions. Whether or not that's true or whether or not that's right, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the amount of times each impression is the amount of time your video is over on the right-hand side when you're watching a video on the computer. Or if you scroll past the comment section, your video is down there to watch or on the watch next or on the suggested. Anywhere mm-hmm. that they post the videos. 
So they posted my videos almost 2 million times, right? And my click-through rate is 4.6%, which means I'm getting uh, approximately, you know, 2 million, 10% is 200,000. So I'm, uh, th- this is for a 28-day period. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm getting a, approximately 100,000 views a month. Mm-hmm. People are clicking on that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's across all my videos or whatever. What the sharing of the videos on each other's community tabs does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, I see. That, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's Clover Tack. Rea- he's reacting to Clover Tack says, I just stopped by to say that Chuck is the sexiest man alive. Sorry, Josh. Uh, Clover Tack, you yeah. haven't seen Josh with his shirt. If you saw him with his shirt off, you'd know that Josh yeah. is the sexiest man alive. <laughs> yeah, not even close. Not even close. But, uh, yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, but uh, anyway. Those impressions and that click-through rate, sharing each other's videos helps mm-hmm. that impression. Yeah. It puts – so now that uh, Mr. Big Kid or Pat RMG subscribers, when we share each other's videos, their their subscribers are now seeing an impression of my video. We probably have a lot of the same subscribers. I mean – it wouldn't surprise me mm-hmm. uh, if you know eighty percent of my subscribers are over on Pat RMG's channel or Mr. Big Kids or Chooks or even your channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, eighty percent of my are probably there, mm-hmm. but they don't always see the notification that they may or may not get. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what you're doing is you're just adding extra chances for them to do that a video. And I, I mean, I share all my videos in Facebook groups. I share all my videos. Uh, in MeWe and the Jump and Parlor, and it helps. Um, one thing that really helps. Is Are you still you able to get into Parlor? I stopped being able to get into that Parlor. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, once they got it back up, I was able to get back into it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I haven't actually. Yeah, I was able to get into mine. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, it took it took several weeks for them to get it back up. But hmm. um, okay, one other thing that happens if you're sharing it in a Facebook group, go respond to comments in the Facebook group, because then that puts your, the, the, uh, that back to the top of the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, people see it. Like if I, if I post a video on 30 out six versus 270, mm-hmm. then, um, there, um, then I share it in the 270 group. I shared it in the Tika T3X group. And I, cause both rifles for Tika T3Xs, I shared it in the 30 out six group. Well, I go into each of those groups and I hit on Facebook uh, my search history, my my group activity, and it shows me. And then I go respond to comments. I don't have to search through the group or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I can go respond to comments, hit the like a couple times, maybe change the title a little bit, post it back up, mm-hmm. and your video takes off another 150 to 200 views in the mm-hmm. next few hours. So it, it, it really does help. So, uh, yeah, I think that would be cool if everybody started doing the uh, the tab yeah. thing. I think that's that's yeah. pretty cool. I don't know if everyone's going to do it, but we should like uh, listen. I'll tell you guys. I'll start doing something here on the yeah. on the on this show, and then I'll take that and share that on um, Hank Strange, which I think I've got like a hundred and sixteen thousand people that follow me over on there. I I think for sure we should do it. You know, and the way I believe in doing things is do stuff for people. Don't worry about what you're going to get out of it. Do it. Help people. And that's going to come back to you from somewhere, even if it doesn't necessarily. I will definitely from from today on, I will definitely for sure share a video a day mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah. yeah. And you know what would be cool? We, we, we need to figure out a way even other than this show, like some kind of group chat or something. <laughs> 
you know, yeah, like some kind of group. Yeah, some kind of group text where everyone could be. Because I know for me, I'm telling you guys, bad shit crazy for me, right? But if if it was on a thing and I knew like, hey guys, today, you know, Alaskan ballistics, everyone's got to share him today. I will make an effort to like do that and get that yeah. done. So if we we, we need to that. figure like we need to figure out something like that, either an app, maybe Signal or something else, and everyone gets on a group or something in there and we start doing it. Let me get this comment up from CloverTac while while he's here. Um, CloverTac says you should 100% be using the community tab to share related content from other creators. Uh, do it strategic though. Share stuff similar to what you have recently uploaded. Interesting. That's, that's from, uh, yeah, because I guess you want your audience also to be, or you want to find a way of doing it that interests your audience. But ultimately yeah. what, um, you know, ultimately what YouTube is looking for um, is they want people to participate in the platform just like you would on Facebook. And they want people to participate just like you would on TikTok and stuff like that. And it sucks that they're doing it, but, you know. Right. I think I want to stay on YouTube and use YouTube as long as possible while we're holding out to find another way to do this. But we don't have another viable way that we're all agreeing on to do this. Right. No, absolutely yeah. don't. If we, we did, I would say, huh? We either got to all agree on Rumble or Gun gun streamer or something yeah. or most of yeah. us. Yeah. If it was Rumble and everyone said, look, Hank, because I think I'm already on Rumble, but it doesn't matter. Let's all get on Rumble when we put out our videos before we put it on YouTube for like a week or a month or whatever it is. Everyone put their stuff on Rumble and then everyone figure out a way to share Rumble and get your audience over to Rumble, even to other people's Rumbles. Right. Because if we don't do that, yeah. then it's all like totally useless. If we don't get eyeballs over there, it doesn't work. So I agree. I think that yeah. would be really cool. Yeah, Jen Champ Jr. says uh, you should start a MySpace together. Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should figure out. Let's let's you know. Don't don't let me um, forget about this. We should definitely do something like this. And um, you know, I know CloverTac has no. some other things going on also um, that he's up to, and he probably has some input on this. You know, but we have to look if we if we allow each other and ourselves to all get, um, you know, if, if we get turned off from all of this and we walk away, then then the terrorists win. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, I agree. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it, you know, and there is a way to do this. And there's multiple ways to do this. When I talk to some of the bigger guys, they tell me, look, you know, you should really look at the monetization on YouTube as a bonus. And we need to figure out other ways to make money if you're going to do this professionally. And there's nothing. The first thing I would say about that, some people feel like it's a sin for you to say that this is what I do. Yeah. And it's not. It's because they don't sin. understand. They, they don't mm -hmm. understand. Like if they've never been in a situation, they just don't understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know when I uh, got demonetized, uh, uh, who was it? Gorillas and Guns told me about Havana Link and all the oh. links that you can get stuff through. And so I, I posted those on my MeWe and on my Jump and places mm -hmm. that were free speech safe, and told all my viewers to go over there and check it out. I have met, I maybe had thirty or forty-five viewers go check it out, and nobody bought anything. So the other thing is, is like, I, maybe I'm a horrible salesman, mm -hmm. and that's, that's a good possibility. But you, 
you've got to have audience members who are going to actually go buy things. When I when I did an Alaskan ballistics T-shirt, the one I was mm-hmm. wearing with the uh, you know the just come take just come try your infringements in the state of Alaska on it at mm-hmm. the IP eighty eight eighty thing thing. I had like nineteen people buy or nineteen shirts sold and cool. Guess about half of them were mm-hmm. print. You know, mm-hmm. you know this guy, and so like <laughs> it was <laughs> uh, uh, it was like if we're not going to be able to support the channels through buying stuff uh, and a lot of people don't want to buy stuff. They don't want to, they just want to see the content. They don't want to buy stuff. Um, then, then the YouTube advertisement is like the only way that I know of. The ads yeah. This is the thing. Like, I think that when people, when people know that you make money on your channel or whatever, like it's, it's not like it's a big, a big mystery like it, it does happen you know you make money off of ads and all that stuff for the most part not anymore mm-hmm. but like i never started this channel thinking oh one day i want to be as big as iraq veteran 8888 like never expected that i never expected to be at 30 whatever we're at now like mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not you don't do this expecting to make money at it like i said me and josh still have 40 hour jobs like we don't do this for money yeah we do this because it's our hobby and people we just we would be at the range doing this stuff anyway so we might as well record it and that's Um, that's why we started the channel we have fun it just so happens to fall into making money off of certain things yeah like uh, the fat guy holster and that kind of thing like it's, it's just just so happens to do that Listen, I agree with you, right? You should always, your intention should always uh, be from a natural position, right? I think if your only motivation is the money, then it's difficult to pull you. Even if you don't have all these things in your way, it's difficult to pull yourself through that when you when you run into the burnout. The people who don't have the things standing against them that we do still suffer from burnout. And the only thing that's yeah. going to pull you through that is if you really care about this. However... Uh, you know, I, I also think that if you are constantly delivering content, which is entertainment for people out there, you are deserving of making something for your time because you can honestly take your time and hang out with your family. I mean, you know, sure. I've been doing this for eight years. <laughs> and and in that time, you know, that's eight years where I'll, there's time that I have not spent with my kids or my wife, sure. you know, uh, that I don't go on date night with her or, you know, but we, but we don't take vacations that, and like stuff it, like that. It kind of came to that. It didn't start mm-hmm. out being like that. You didn't start out with 100,000 subscribers, you know what I'm saying? No, like, no. It but, started out small and just so happened to grow into that to where yeah. you happened to start making money off of it. And then mm-hmm. if you decide to do it as a full-time job, that's great. Like, mm-hmm. if you can make that as a full-time job, that's awesome. Yeah, Who I was al- I was always deliberate about- like to do as a right. job. Yes, I was always deliberate about what I'm doing here. I, I'm a creative person. That's what I do for a living. So unlike yeah. you guys that have a job, when I, when I started doing this, I did not have a job. Instead of starting another business, because I don't, I don't want to work for anyone, right? So yeah. instead of starting some other business, I said, I'm going to do this because I'm genuinely into this. I'm genuinely into guns. And I want to share my like my journey with this whole gun thing with people. And I started doing this. There's other things that I could have done or anywhere along the way said, OK, I'm going to drop it. It's passion that keeps me going. I mean, right now, sure. for example, this channel that we're talking on here, the monetization for this is if we're lucky, $100 every month. That's what <laughs> yes. it is. OK. Um, and then on the main channel that we've got uh, 116,000 uh, people 
uh, that you know subscribers on that channel, it's I don't know six seven hundred dollars a month, S literally, seriously. It's not yeah. you know it's not that someone might think oh you're making tens of thousands of dollars every you know if that was the case we wouldn't even be having this conversation but i think if you <laughs> yeah. if you consistently do stuff like this and deliver for people entertainment information whatever it is why like i i spend money and with um amazon prime with netflix right I do that. They entertain me. They get the money. If if we're entertaining people and and fighting for people and giving people information, why shouldn't we also have um, a way that we could that we could take care of our families? And here's why I'm I saying it. That. In the gun world, a lot of folks out there in the gun world believe that if you do this thing that we're doing, you have to be some kind of monk. They they're not yeah. worried if you've got a million or ten million dollars worth of guns, but they think. If they see you with a Rolex, shame on you <laughs> that you have a Rolex yeah. or you have a nice house or you drive a nice car, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, I, I can't believe that there's people in a community like this that are supposed to, like, we're, the, the folks inside of this are supposed to believe in the Constitution and America and capitalism, mm -hmm. you know, and the American way. And then I can't believe those same people think, oh, these guys who are entertaining me and standing up for me and fighting for me and making me aware of things that are going on, screw those guys. Those bastards need to be broke ass. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't understand that mentality either. Let me I, I, let me speak to a comment I had a couple of weeks ago, and then mm -hmm. let me speak to the opposite of that too. Um, uh, like I had when, when I got demonetized and I got remonetized, I told everybody I got remonetized because uh, I didn't want to be dishonest about it. Some people let it slip. Oh, you got remonetized; uh, they can keep getting the Patreon money and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The first thing I did was contact all four Patreons that joined at like a $4 a month level or $1 a month level or $5 a month level. That's I got two $4 a month, one $5 a month, and one $1 a month during my little week of demonetization. Mm -hmm. I contacted those four people first and say, hey, look, you were supporting me because of the demonetization. I really appreciate that. They did re-monetize my channel. And so if you need to back off, I totally understand, no harm, no foul. To, to a T, every one of them said, no, we want to keep supporting you. And, and one I knew is going to be a financial struggle for. Mm -hmm. um, and I so, think it's a, like, it's a financial thing for lots of people who support us, man, because sure. they're, they're not just supporting you. They're supporting multiple people. And at the end Absolutely. of the day, that's the money. But, you know, they probably look at it like, hey, I could spend this 50 bucks a month on Netflix or Amazon or any of those things. You know how many times I get a, a message that says, man, I'd really like to know when you're going to do a meet and greet or I'd really like to know. Uh, when you're going to be in town, because I'd love to hang out with you and go shoot some guns or have a mm -hmm. beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's people that actually want to support you because they like your content mm -hmm. and because they think that they would get along with you, yeah. which you probably would get along with most of them for the guys yeah. that watch your channel. Yeah, it's you got those haters out there that just want to specifically hate on people for doing good, mm -hmm. and so and that's where you get the people that are just like, oh, you shouldn't be making money when you're a yeah. shill. Yeah, I've never also, shown a product in my life, man. <laughs> also, know? I think there's a so so one. I think it's good that Alaska, that Chuck, that you said that you do that, and I think we should all be honest with those with all the people out there, even including the people that don't like. You know, if people don't have to give you money for you to be honest with them, 
yeah, you know, right. I try to be honest with everyone and and do full disclosure stuff, right? I'm not going to say that I tell people everything because I don't know if people care about everything. But if someone yeah. asks me, I explain stuff to them and I think we should be open and honest. I don't put a high pressure on anyone to support me on Patreon. We have one. Even I've, I've spoken to people there and they're like, dude, just do your thing. You don't need to talk to us all the time. You know, you don't need to do a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Speaking of that. I had a Patreon and I never used it. <laughs> so I, I cut mm -hmm. mine off and mm -hmm. I felt bad because I was like, we never did anything like it. Kind of like what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Like I, mm -hmm. I just, I never did anything on Patreon, even though my intentions were to do it when I started it. I don't think and everyone, I, like, I don't think everyone cares. Now, if you do, if you do talk to your patrons all the time, I think you do better. And if that's your model of what you're doing, and I think there's guys out there that are doing that, that their, um, they, their model is more Patreon or Patreon than uh, monetization money, and they talk to those people, and they're like, "Hey, can we do this? Can we do that? What do you guys think about this thing?" You know, yeah. I tr I believe yeah. in multiple revenue sources. So we have people sure. that sponsor stuff. We do affiliate things. We try to sell things if we can. I have a freaking FFL, <laughs> you know, and an SOT. I do all kinds yeah. of different things to make sure. I even have a separate channel. That we're doing the car stuff and there's money from that that's paying you know bills over here i try to do all these different things to keep everything going at the end of the day and i try to be honest and open with everyone on it um because i think it's there's like a weird thing going on where there are some people who are pretending to be broke you know and there's just weird stuff that's happening and that's what's making everyone out there get twisted because there's not like a true sense of honesty because look if you if you create really good content for me and you do really good things i want you to have all the money in the world you should be a multi multi-millionaire there are lots of guys and i'm not talking about me there's guys in this gun community that do a lot of stuff for people and those guys deserve to be multi-millionaires why you why would you sure. want to be mad at them because they're wealthy they're busting their asses for you yeah yep. it, it comes down to basic jealousy in a lot of ways um the uh lola typed in the chat uh what's the other side of that story the other side of the story was is um mm. those same patreon members mm. defending me uh and some other ones against this guy who had five videos on his channel about he was complaining and, and cursing me out and stuff like that about um you know, the last three videos I saw Chuck make were about his Patreon or about his demonetization. And literally, it was a 16-second short where I plugged CloverTac and said, hey, I got remonetized. Thanks, CloverTac. Go subscribe to him. And literally, that's literally what I did was a 16-second short. Mm -hmm. And uh, he got all bent out of shape about the last three videos were about demonetization. He forgot my other shorts <laughs> in that time. I had a... Mm -hmm. I, we were talking about the shorts earlier. I, when I'm sitting down on my reloading bench at, at, home, at home, once I finish with a load of ammo, I just hold it up in my hand with the phone and the bad lighting and everything and tell everybody what I made. Mm -hmm. And those get six, 700 views, sometimes two or 3,000. And uh, it really does help the channel, the shorts. But he forgot that short. He forgot my fishing video that I put out was I went salmon fishing. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of that where he didn't see – the last three videos or he wouldn't have said something like that but to a t all I, those things defended me you know mm -hmm. so go ahead. i have a really bad problem <laughs> if somebody wants to uh say something to me negative online to just a straight up you know fuck you or whatever like i, mm -hmm. I have a problem with saying that like mm -hmm. i 
that's basically that's been my my mentality my entire life. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't like me, then fuck off. Basically, like mm-hmm. that's that, that's just the way that I am, and mm-hmm. I have a lot to do with that in the videos too. And I, I say it, in, and I'll, I don't say that in all of our videos, but that's the mentality that I have. Yeah. If you don't want to watch this channel, by all means, fuck off. Like it's not a. But, but dude, there's a, also professional. To, there's like, also professional haters in everything, including this thing that we're doing. It's called human beings, and there are professional haters. But you know, the the good side of all of this is most people, most of the the folks out there. I don't even like calling people out there fans. I I person I see people out there as being human beings, right? But mo- sure. and most of those people out there, man, they're happy for us. We're doing something for them. They can. It's it. W- what we're doing here makes it easy for them to get access to people just like them, right? And and yeah, so they exactly. appreciate that. That's most of. I'm going to say at least eighty percent of the now, folks given, out there. Giving a rib to somebody, like if he's mm-hmm. if he's like doing like a funny like you know comment like oh ha, ha, making like a fat joke or something mm-hmm. like I, I poke fun at myself all the time like yeah. it's not a big deal yeah and if somebody's doing that not a big deal i you know i gag along with them mm-hmm. you know whatever talk back to them whatnot if it's but if somebody's truly like yeah. yeah but if somebody's truly like you know you're a piece of shit or, or whatever then uh at that point i don't care about saving a subscriber or whatever i just i like i block them i mean i just yeah. I straight I up i don't need yeah. that in my life basically I, i've never needed that so that's the reason why I do we that. we need to look look let me tell you man life already is so tough right and if you look at what's happening in the world right now like everyone can be whatever they want to be and do whatever they want and identify as whatever they want to except us yeah right so it's already yeah. tough it's already tough and we're already isolated in the like a lot of people might look at, at my stuff and think, oh, this guy just has a whole bunch of friends or whatever. I spend most of my time alone. I don't see Lola. I don't see my kids as much as people may think, you know, and all I'm doing is like making videos <laughs> or editing videos or somehow trying to share videos or working on the next video. And there's not a lot of human beings that I actually, uh, come, I'm telling you, I go weak sometimes and I do not see anyone other than Lola and my two kids in person, no. right? So, and and so if I feel that way, there's lots of people who, out there who feel that way. And for that reason, I'm not trying to tell anyone to feel sorry for me. We, But for that reason, we have to take care of each other. Absolutely. Yeah. We Absolutely. have to try to hold each other up. Like we're all going through tough shit. And and one of the things, like I was talking to my barber today, you know, Wednesdays is my haircut day. And he was going through shit like that. He's not even in our realm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's like, this is just what it is to be a human being. And this is just part of the struggle. And we should spend most of our energy, if we can, it's human to to, to be a hater and get on, on, on all kinds of bullshit, you know, paths. But we should try to spend as much of our energy as we can, if possible, like helping other people. And let me let me just go to this from something Clover. I've been throw, trying to throw up what Clover is saying, uh, but we're having a great conversation here. Um, Clover Tack says this in regards to us sharing stuff. He says, uh, I'm not usually a downer, but I try to share um this share group thing before more wanted to share than actually shared my suggestion is every creator should take it upon themselves to help others and i agree with that like i don't want to do it so people can share my shit you know my personal philosophy in life is when you feel like something is lacking for you and you start feeling like other people should do that for you 
You know what you do? You do it for other people. Yeah. You know, so I would be like, I'm serious about it. I would be happy. I think we've been doing that for years here, bringing on uh, different content creators. We don't care what the size of people are and all that kind of stuff. There's not, you know, and I do that because I felt like there wasn't anyone else doing it. There were other a lot of other people doing what we all do go by. Huh. Let's see. Oh, you're not really big enough to hang with me or, you know, we can't really do a collaborative. I got so many friends that are channels Mm -hmm. and. Like I'm personally friends with them, mm-hmm. uh, and I, you know, comment on all their videos. And, you know, I say, you know, first or what, you know, whatever mm-hmm. I can do, I try to comment on everybody's views. I try to share mm-hmm. them as much as possible on Facebook mm-hmm. if I can, and yeah. uh, I, I do all that stuff too because I want this to succeed. I, I'll be honest with you, I was in the music industry for a long time, and I, I played music and tried to make it playing mm-hmm. music or whatever. Um, and then by the time I, I feel you know, your got pain, old enough man. to realize that, yeah, by the time I got <laughs> old enough to realize that it was uh, not yeah. going to happen or yeah. that the industry had are we, changed. Are, are all three of us have, do all three of us have musical pasts? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. I, I played oh, drums shit. for 20 years, man. Oh, okay. I produced music, so I can't play music or anything, but I actually produced like independent hip hop music. Oh, that's so cool. that's what I was doing before I was doing this. I was making music videos and producing um, stuff and getting it out there. I was doing like CD Baby and all that type of shit. And then Charles, you're, yeah, Chuck, you're, you're doing that also, right? I'm a composer. Uh, I write music. I write classical music. So I've oh, got, okay. uh, written three symphonies See, I- and. I think it's a creative mindset, man. Like if if you have that creative mindset, I've basically, that's what I was going to say. I I basically played music forever, quit doing music because I realized it wasn't going anywhere with me, Mm -hmm. even though I still play and I still play a couple places and stuff like that. I'm not actively trying to pursue just that. So Mm -hmm. I took all of my creative energy and put it toward doing YouTube. Mm -hmm. And then that, that, I think that has to do with everything when it comes to making, you know, your backdrop or your scene or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it mm-hmm. uh it comes to do with all that stuff and if you look at our first videos when we were like nothing i mean we had nothing on there and uh you know we had like this big ass backdrop that it looked professional even though we were nothing we're still nothing you guys but, have you always I mean? looked incredibly creative to me i've always yeah, I've always said i that. think yeah. that i took that from music to here and applied it and it just so happened to work and i think that this is my way of putting my creative outlet out through this mm-hmm. versus playing music and stuff. Yeah, I agree with you. I always tell people I look at this from the point of view of an artist. And what I mean by that is any artist in any art form that you could think of, the most important thing is to be true to your art. Like that yeah. is truly you that that you, this whatever you're expressing is truly an expression of your soul. It's truly how you, when you plug into the universe, this is truly what you feel and you believe. And this is, I'm telling you what I feel about the gun world, what I feel about the Second Amendment, what I feel about America, you know. So for sure, man, I think we're kind of like completely vibing on that. Uh, Let me spin this a little bit here because I know there's some other stuff that I want to get into. But 67 Rebel SST AMC says, speaking of content creators, do you mind if we say hello out in public? Not at all. In fact, he just moved to Alaska. So I've been inviting him to go do stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, we're going to go paddle this lake. Let's go. But uh, yeah. So no, come on, man. Yeah. And Josh, by the way, I need a drummer for my banded church. Do you, you mind coming up? So I'm just saying, oh, really? <laughs> Alaska. Yeah, <it's> just... <laughs> dude, I, I play at a church actually. Oh, cool, awesome, yeah. awesome. What do you feel? How? What's your answer to that, Josh? 
uh to what oh to people saying hey to you mm-hmm. uh i i think it's cool man i i can talk to anybody literally anybody mm-hmm. so and that's just the way i've always been so uh to me i think it's cool man i love getting to know everybody and uh what they come out and they're like hey man i watch your channel i'm like dude that's awesome thank you very much you know we and yeah. we talk about whatever he's wanting to talk about i mean i'm down yeah. for it i like talking yeah. to people that is my that's my fuel. That's my fuel when people uh say, "Hey, I watch what you do." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and yeah. so, so I'm surprised all the time <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you. I'm just like, "Oh man, I can't believe it." Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And as a matter of fact, I see people sometimes like even when we were at IV that 88 IV88 event, I saw people looking at me almost like they want to say something and then they didn't say something. <laughs> and I'm like, "Don't do that. Just, you know, I mean, it, yeah. I, I I honestly it makes me that's why I would go to something like that. I want to see that there's human beings out there that care about what I do. That's actually, believe this or not, more important than the money. That is my motivation yeah. that of why I keep doing it because I know that there's there's folks out there who look at it and who appreciate it. So please, you know, if you're if you're uh, if you ever see me somewhere, say what's up. To be honest with you, you can. My number is out there. I have a number that people can reach me on. You can always talk to me on different social media and stuff like that. I never have a problem with it. I know there's some people who do have a problem with all that, but I would say I don't. Josh doesn't Dude, look like he does. I answer everybody's message, man. Like if they message me on Instagram, which is most of the time where I see people at, mm-hmm. you know, they'll message me on Instagram. They message me on Facebook. I usually answer everybody just to fill out the conversation first of all mm-hmm. and then you know of course if it's, if it's going crazy then i'm just like uh you know whatever but but for the most part i have conversations with people i mean i don't mm-hmm. i don't have a problem talking to people at all mm-hmm. yeah go go ahead chuck i think you wanted to say something there oh yeah i was just gonna say that i like i love it when people come up, up to me but i am much more comfortable public speaking than i am speaking to one person one-on-one Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I'm like the opposite of most people. Most people don't want to get up there and say something in front of a lot of people. I'm like, give me that. Don't let. Me, don't make me go talk to that girl across the room. People over yeah. there. Um, no, I'm so, very shy when it comes to to the ladies. I cannot talk to the ladies. That's my. Yeah. That's my. Way. I just don't no, want to die. The the great thing is, so Lola thinks it's funny. There are more dudes. Like that, that, and, and I'm not complaining about this at all, but it's only dudes. There's not, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but for me, there's no folks out there who are, who are fans of what I do. I don't run into the women. I know there's a couple of women no. on this uh, podcast uh, in the chat, but it's usually, um, the it's only usually women us. I talk to are the people that are actually doing the same thing that we're doing. Like I talk yeah. to the, you know, clash queen you know, and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. she's cool. And you know, everybody else like, yeah. It's it's the girls that are actually into the content, yeah. That that they're doing the same thing. That's the only yeah. that's the only women. And I've never had a girl or a woman come me up to me about, "Hey, I watch your channel." That's never happened. So one time, this happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I had nothing to do with the gun world. It had to do with the the van stuff. Um, so I went somewhere. Uh, um, I was at the place where I bought my van because I do videos there. Right, Th- those guys are really cool with me, and they let me come there and do videos, which is amazing. So I was over there, and this beautiful woman comes out of nowhere and I, and starts talking to me, and I'm like, what, "What's happening?" <laughs> you know, <laughs> and she and it turns out that she she's the wife of the guy who owns the place, and she was like, "Oh, I look at your stuff. I just want to tell you." So later on, when I saw I saw him and her, and I was like, "Listen, you're she was trying to she was trying to talk to me," and I was in so much shock. 
that there was a woman who looks at my channel that I didn't even, and she yeah. was just laughing she was like yeah I was wondering what's wrong with you and I was like I was just in shock I was like why is there a woman to, you know the only reason a woman might look at our channel is if she just so happens to glance by when her husband or boyfriend's looking at it yeah I'm telling you it's you know so yeah well, I have actually had women tell me thank you for a video because mm -hmm. uh, it was an older batter video with batter worse cameras but mm -hmm. um uh, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, was picking between whether she liked the 43X, the Shield, or the 43 better. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I, I put a woman's perspective out there, and she did all the talking on the video and all the shooting, and I did most of the filming, which I actually enjoyed That's better. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. so I've had a couple of people, uh, when I worked at Cabela's, they would go, hey, I saw your wife's video on that, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, and it might have been after our conversation started, and I said, hey, yeah, I do Alaskan Ballistics. Oh, yeah, I saw your wife's video on this. Thank yeah. you. It was, it was yeah. sometimes women, sometimes men, but yeah, the, yeah. there was two in specific. Oh yeah, I saw your wife's video on that. Thanks for that, by the way. Yeah, I you think know, that's so. the same thing with Lola. Whenever I do videos with Lola, people people love that. Uh, Appalachian Gunrunner says this. He says, "I try to comment on a lot of two A videos, even if I have nothing to say. I leave a thumbs up, a bell signal." Yeah. He says, "Hashtag beat the algorithm," and it's so true. Appalachian Gunrunner, one day. In one day, I did like three different things. So I did a live video about the, uh, my van stuff. Appalachian Gunrunner was on there. I did the podcast here. Appalachian Gunrunner was on it. And then I jumped on DLD After Dark, and he was on there. I was like, wow, this guy's no joke. So that like means a lot to me. And I, and I always tell people, you know, you don't have to give us money to help us. You can help yeah. us just by commenting, by sharing stuff. Like there's so many different ways that you can help us, and th and that's a, a you know big help. So much appreciation to Appalachian Gunrunner for that, and and all the other people who do it. There's a lot of people who always comment on my stuff, no matter where I put it. So, um, and and by the way, there's a lot of people in the van world. They're like, where did this guy Hank Strange come from, and why does he have people following? <laughs> Guess what? It's the gun dudes. <laughs> The gun dudes <laughs> are helping me on the algorithm. That's my secret. <laughs> uh, my yeah. classical music channel, uh, like a bunch of people from my church, love it and subscribe. Mm -hmm. But all the comments are from the gun channel people. Like mm -hmm. I, I never get any comments at all from people that are uh, that you know are m more refined than us gun people, if you will. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, actually, all the people at my church are gun people too. But anyway, yeah. um, uh, like. Uh, all the gun people comment on my on my uh, you know my string quartets and my symphonies and stuff like that and uh, uh, it, it's it's awesome they prop it up they they want to support you. What is what your you what is your classical channel? Mm -hmm. uh, my last name is Bost B O S T and it's called Bost Custom Music Writing. It's uh, oh, okay. I write lullabies and uh, weddings and stuff like that as well. Um, mm, I write that's cool. a lot of new new infant lullabies on cello and piano and stuff like that. Oh sweet! And, I'm uh, trying to do a vlog about me playing, um, and I think I'm gonna start doing like covers and stuff like that, to where I can throw them up there on the on the vlog channel too. It's called Josh Vlogging. Oh, cool. I couldn't think of another name for it, so that's what it is. Yeah. You know what I want to do? I want to do a dad rap band. Come on, who wants to be down? <laughs> There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah. I like I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> that would be so. I've done, I've actually put, I don't know if it's still on, on my main channel. I actually did a rap song on my channel a while, a really? while ago. Yes. I did the, I did the 10, 
the um, Ten Gun Commandments, it's called. I don't know if it's still... I need to... I would have to look on Hank Strange and see if it's still there. You don't... You you hear me, and I put the different ones in there, but um, it's from the Ten Crack Commandments, if you've ever heard that, from Biggie Smalls. Ten Crack yeah. Commandments. Yeah, yeah, I did the Ten Gun Commandments. It was a while ago. I love that kind of stuff, just being... There's a 3D version of me on my channel somewhere. <laughs> That's awesome. I did a video with a 3D version of me because I'm really into that kind of stuff. Um, I always wanted to make uh, movies, and I would like to do a few animated movies as well, so... I'm fa- like my kids cool. are too old now to look at the you know like the animated Disney stuff and I still look at it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I can tell you but one thing: music videos are so much harder to edit than regular gun videos. It's not mm-hmm. even funny. And I've know, actually done a couple of videos. No. Yeah. The two, two music songs I've done on on my gun channel are so hard because I had clips from like Clover Tack and. Um, you know, Pat RMG always eats a box of ammo whenever I make a song. That's mm. his tradition. He has to eat a box of ammo. Mm. And, uh, like, uh, so whenever I do a song, I'm going to I'm gonna do one for Pat. I'm actually going to make one about Pat because mm. he's called Pat Real Man of Genius. And he has all these, you know, Henry X's and Marlin 1894's, but he's tactical up. And he has, mm. like, hand guards and stuff, right? You've probably shot him, Josh. And mm. anyway... Um, uh, he has all that, so I'm going to make uh, a Bud Light Real Man of Genius for Pat Real Man of Genius, Pat RMG. And it's going to be called Mis- Mr. Tactical Lever Action Guy. It's like, <laughs> so when you're That's awesome. in his band, remember, you have an weapon in the 1890s. You know, yeah. the Buffalo Attack, you'll be free. You know? Yeah, by the way, I see CMMG <clears throat> out there. Shout out. It's tricky. It says it's tricky to keep up with all of you sometimes, though. Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't have to feel guilty about that. I don't expect everyone to keep up with me um, all the time. Yes, there's a lot of us doing this, which is a good thing, I think. Um, so, shout out um, to see who is that from CMMG. I think we're I think we're having. Um, I don't know. CMMG. Mike just texted me a second yeah, I ago. Think it, I think it is Mike. Yeah, but I don't think he runs our social media anymore. I know he has their their YouTube channel, but I don't know if he runs it. Okay. Yeah, because I know we're gonna we're gonna have CMMG on the show sometime soon. I think we were we should have already had them, but there was like a a scheduling situation. So everyone, say hi to whoever it is from CMMG that's out there um, in the chat. I think uh, they have a girl running their Instagram now. I can't remember her name though. Yeah, I don't because I thought it was Mike when I was talking. Yeah, to isn't her Mike the I, one with I, the big I, beard? Yeah, yeah, I think that's Mike out there. I think that's Mike. He he's on it, but when I was talking to him on Instagram, uh, mm-hmm. bef- you know, before I got a hold of Mike and stuff like that, uh, asked mm-hmm. him if it was still Mike running it, and she said no, it wasn't. It was somebody else. Oh no, but I've seen him doing videos on the YouTube channel, so he can let us know because I know I yeah. saw him the other day do a good video um, on his YouTube channel, talking about um, you know all the stuff going on with the the uh, pistol braces and things like that. So and I know it's tough there's manufacturers who don't want to wade into that and don't do it at all. But I appreciate when there are folks who do it because I realize the risk that folks take, right? Because if they start going after manufacturers, it, it could be a lot more damaging than it is to us. It looks like it is Mike out there. He says, it's me. He's oh, going to be on right. on the 14th. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Look forward I just to think Put me on the list to get that uh, CMMG 
banshee i think uh to use <laughs> oh boy a pair defense gun, a 10 millimeter pair defense gun so, yeah uh, here comes all the requests from the cmmg <laughs> yeah yeah no i've already and mike is and mike is gone now <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, yeah. I'm sure he's still out there i see elfsters rifles and reloading out there as well he says hello my friends just logging in so um you know uh and then yeah listen you know as much as as much as um that there are definitely complaints about this whole thing i still i'm glad that i did this mm -hmm. i don't i don't regret it i don't know where you guys are at on that oh yeah yeah i, I, I am 100 and i won't stop mm -hmm. yeah they're gonna have to kick me out kicking yeah. and screaming yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and people yeah. have told me for a long time oh you should just even youtube there was a time where i actually spoke to youtube by the way um there, there was a time like youtube has a, a development uh program so especially when you start youtube and you start growing they'll start talking to people out there and they did that with me at, at uh, one point and they even invited me to an event that they had in atlanta because there's a um you know, there's a headquarters for YouTube in Atlanta where you can actually go and make YouTube videos and all that if you if you have a channel. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. But the thing is, is they did it like the more they actually met me and saw that I was a gun guy, the less they liked that. Yeah. And they used to say, you know, maybe you should do like 20 percent the gun thing and 80 percent any other thing. You know, so you should 20 percent suck it <laughs> yeah i can't i can't do it i can't get away from guns man you know even if something else kicks off and i make all the money in the world i'm still gonna be buying guns because uh i'm now on my list is an f-15 and a nuclear missile i'm gonna try to get oh yeah for sure yeah they've they become available i'll try to get one yeah <laughs> You know, if I could 3D print a nuclear missile, I'm all about it. <laughs> you know, oh, um, my favorite meme from that whole thing, though, uh, and uh -huh. maybe it's just because I'm a science nerd, too, but mm -hmm. uh, it's called Schrodinger's gun. And it has a picture of an AR-15. It says Schrodinger's gun, like Schrodinger's cat from physics, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's uh, simultaneously a weapon of war and something you cannot beat the government with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So, okay, listen, before we forget about this, we should get into this. Josh, I know you had a story to tell us from a long time ago. Do you feel like, uh, oh, yeah. Like what's yeah, going on with your that. range and everything? Yeah, let's get into that before we run out of time here. So, so basically, um, we have not been using our range and we haven't been using it for almost a year uh, since October last year, actually. So, I live in, <clears throat> in a second amendment sanctuary city in tennessee and uh and now that the, the state is actually a second amendment state um i i live in a county where it's very very pro 2a most people here are very pro 2a of course you've had some people that are you know come down from other mm -hmm. places that don't agree with it um but for the most part you know we shot out here before i even like we have a family property that's like eight acres so it's, it's a lot of land out here like in, in farmland and um and our neighbor that is across the hill she has 20 acres on the other side um and the way that the long story short we are getting sued for shooting on our own property now we've been shooting out here before we were even 
filming out here. Um, the filming out here was just a byproduct of being a, having a private range. Yeah, I think even before you had a house over there, right? You guys were yeah shooting out absolutely. there. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I built this range over here is because I wanted to have my own private range that I could shoot at at my house that I built here mm-hmm. uh, around the range. By the way, I built the house after I built the range. <laughs> so um, just like so you should, I, just as you should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I probably spent, you know, $10,000 of my own money building this range, making it as safe as possible. And you can see it in our other videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it has a huge backdrop. I mean, not a backdrop, a, a berm, you know, it's got like mm-hmm. a 15 foot tall berm that is dug into a hill and then dirt on top of it. Like it's, it's a massive berm. Um, you know, we make it as safe as possible. So my neighbor, Put up with it for a year, and then she just decided she didn't like it. And uh, it was mainly, I think, a control issue, but that's you know my opinion. Um, because she's shown other things other than what she's doing now. And uh, for the most part, she's suing me for shooting on my own property. And the only thing that she's alleged is that uh, we are running a commercial business because I have a business license for YouTube and all that stuff. Um She's alleging that I am running a commercial range on my property that is not a commercial license area. And so, you know, we've talked to the, you know, zoning commission. He agrees with us. It's not a commercial range. And so we're basically protected by this um, Range Protection Act that went into place in 2004, which is, you know, 15, 20 years before I even decided to put a range here. Um, And in 2004, they put in a Range Protection Act, which basically says that anybody in the county that we live in can shoot on their own property, no matter how big the size of property is or whatever, uh, as long as they're doing it safely. And it covers everything as far as it covers everything, unless you're a commercial range or unless you, uh, you know, do physical harm to somebody. So because we're not a commercial range, we are protected by that range protection act. Well, COVID has basically held us out of court and, uh, we haven't been able to get back into court to fight it yet. So we haven't shot out here for an entire year almost and um in the state of tennessee nobody's ever been sued for shooting on their own property they've been sued for shooting on other people's property but weren't on our own property so nobody's ever done that before so there's no president set so basically there's there's no law or no judgment for them to look at and say yeah this was done before you know this is okay or whatever so I'm basically the guinea pig, and because this had never been done before, I'm the person that's fitting the bill for this. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you this right now, with my attorneys and what we've done, if every one of my subscribers would donate a dollar, we would put a dent in the bill that I have for what I have going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... so mm-hmm. Basically, uh, I put up a GoFundMe. Yeah, I think and, I just uh, put the wrong link up there. I'm going to get rid of that and put the. Yeah, I was trying to work on getting the GoFundMe link up there. I'll get it yeah. up. Uh, here I'm hoping in a that you know some people yeah. will be like, "Look, I, you know, basically, if I if I was to be like, no, I'm not going to fight this. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to shoot out here. You you win. Then that sets precedent for everybody around me in this in this county and the state and everywhere that any actually any state that has gun laws like we do and that this has never happened to before. So if I was to just give up on this and let this happen and not do this, not go to court for this, that puts anybody in danger of saying, well, their neighbor's saying, I don't like what he's doing. I'm taking you to court over it. And I can mm-hmm. win because this, this lady won against Josh and Black mm-hmm. Diamond or whatever. Mm-hmm. So basically, I'm fighting this thing to the end, regardless of whether anybody goes and gives money to a GoFundMe or not. 
I'm fighting this with my own money and everything to the end. You have and been, right? You've been, say, you've been doing it for some time. You guys have been fighting it, right? Yeah. I mean, we've been doing it since October. Okay. Um, and I, I put, or I've already put 10 grand of my own money into it on top mm-hmm. of my bill. Um, mm-hmm. But basically, and what if I do get GoFundMe money, which, you know, who knows if I will or not. If I do, that's great. Whatever the amount that I have in there, if I get over the amount uh, that I need for to pay the bill off, then mm-hmm. I will donate all of that money to uh, FPC and GOA. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't. I, so I don't make a dime off of it. Basically, is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to try to. Uh, it's in the description. I think already. Uh, I'm going to put. I'm going to put it here in the chat for. Uh, let me see. Be, uh, I I got to type this whole thing out. Yeah. Sorry. I I don't I don't want to put a GoFundMe out there because like mm-hmm. I just I, I feel like I'm uh, I don't want to be the person that's begging for money because I'm not begging for money at all mm-hmm. like I said I'm going to fight this regardless and I'll just have to have a I'll have a big bill because I'm mm-hmm. not giving up my right to shoot on my own property that is stupid uh, no you, you 100% right you should you should 100% fight this because not only is it going to set a bad precedence for you and where you live then other people are going to try that nonsense yeah <laughs> And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If I don't fight this, and because yeah. we have it in the bag, I, I, mm-hmm. I promise you, we have it in the bag, and mm-hmm. we're going to win. Like I said, we're protected by the law that's already in place. So, because I know we're going to win, I have to fight this, and I mm-hmm. have to, I have to see it through. And uh, you know, all the help I can get will be awesome. Like I said, I'm going to fight it regardless. But mm-hmm. any help I get from it will be amazing. And like I said, anything over the amount that I have to have to pay the bills, I will definitely put it toward uh, FPC and GOA. Yeah. Um, Armin and Axis says uh, people that moved in next to our range that was there for almost 40 years bitched and got it shut down. Um, a similar yeah. thing happened to Aries uh, in Leesburg. They were able to get uh, their range going, but the na- but the neighbors tried to shut it down. There's no, none of that, you know, it shouldn't apply to you. You have the right to shoot in yeah. your own property. Well, we're in the in, county. In, in yeah. our county, like I said, mm-hmm. we have certain county guidelines. And we have a range protection act that protects us from any kind, any kind of noise nuisance or anything like that. It's protected mm-hmm. under this range protection act. So mm-hmm. we are going to win. It's just getting in the court to prove it. Yeah. And uh, um, the end is maybe where says is that East Tennessee that you're in? Sorry. Yes, it's it's East Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tactical pineapple says um, text me that GoFundMe. Um, it's going everywhere. I could put it uh, to put it out. Yeah, and we're we're putting it's in the description of this video. Um, nice. and I'll, I'll, you know, try to put some, some, uh, do something else with it. Did you want to, did you want to comment on this, Chuck? Go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, well, there's a lot of, of people talking in the chat about how their ranks got shot, shut down mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it's, it is a totally different situation and, you know, mm-hmm. but I was talking with Cherry City Guns and Ammo and I mentioned it earlier is that, um, his range when neighborhood started moving back in. They started buying the houses as the range. And so they bought all the houses and rented out the houses. And if you tried to sue against the range noise, it was in your contract that you couldn't sue against the range noise. The range just owns the house. You could get kicked out of your rental. And so every time a house comes for sale. And and there's all sorts of interesting things about that. You should have Cherry City on and uh, get him to talk about it because he could explain it a lot better than me. But that's just like a power move. And. So yeah. I would love to see you win this, Josh, and then buy her twenty acres out. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's um, the thing my lawyer said. Man, I've been looking for a They're going to have to pay your bills at some point. They're going to have to pay. Like, So when you win this, I don't know. I'm not sure how it works in Tennessee, but I'm assuming it's a, similar to other places. Like, you know, when you win this thing against them, aren't they somehow held liable for your expenses, even though you have to figure out how to put that up up front? Or I'm what, not what's sure. your lawyer I've saying about that? I've talked to a lawyer that? about that before, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really gave me a complete answer on it, so I'm not okay. really 100% sure on it. Yeah, okay. And I know this kind of but stuff could be expensive. There's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If every one of our subscribers were to donate a dollar, we'd put a dent in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, mm-hmm. But basically, uh, the lawyer that I have, his name is Kyle Baisley, and honestly, mm-hmm. if you don't feel comfortable giving money to the GoFundMe, if you want to give it to his his firm or whatever, that'd be fine too. Um, mm-hmm. But it, I don't actually don't know the name of the firm. I just know his name is Kyle Baisley. Mm-hmm. He uh, <clears throat> he's the the attorney that do you know who um, Reed Hendricks is? Yes, I do. He's a very good friend okay. of mine. So so Valor right Valor Ridge mm-hmm. was in a big thing, and they had mm-hmm. a big thing where all their neighbors kind of tried to go against him. Right? Mm-hmm. He was their attorney. Awesome. And he okay. won that lawsuit. So okay. that's the guy that I have fighting with me in mind. So I know awesome. that we, we got it in the bag. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, shout out to Reed. We've had him on here. He's one of my really good friends, man. I have I need to go I need to go do some training with Reed. Have you ever been up there? I would love to go up there, man. I've been to uh Jaeger's class a couple times and mm-hmm. man, I would love mm-hmm. to go up there and train with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a just a good dude, man. And that place is in such a beautiful part of the world. You know, it's kind I mean, of the same thing. It's almost we're out in the middle of farmland, man. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you've got 20 acres on the other side of my property. Mm-hmm. We're on eight acres. Like there's not a lot of people around you. And yeah. so the fact that she's just pissed off that we shoot every Saturday, that's all it is. Like we would, yeah. you know, we, and, like and I you said, said we that, I, think you told, jobs. I think you told me that this person also shoots, right? Do they also? Uh, she shoot? has admitted to shooting herself. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong yeah by the way bwe firearms says he just made a donation thank you richard of bwe awesome. firearms that's much appreciated um i know richard right now is going through his own things he's got chemo and all that kind of stuff he's going through wow so i that's, appreciate that's him yeah i appreciate him stepping up um and helping and i really would ask everyone who's you know just like throw something in there and help these guys i don't you know for my knowledge of josh uh and josh um, I, I think that you guys like this is probably painful for you to even come out and ask anyone to help you. Right? It really is, and I like I said, I've known about this since last October, and my lawyer has said, "Won't you just put a video out, and tell people what's going on?" I'm like, "Yeah, I've hinted to it on a couple of things, but I don't want it to look like you're." I'm just like, "Guys, come on, I need this money because I'm. Mm-hmm. I, it's not going toward me. It's going toward mm-hmm. the fight, and once that fight's over." Anything will go to the to other fights with with JLA and FBC. Yeah. So yeah, it's a valid I, cause, I, I, man. I don't don't feel any way about it. It's valid. You and I have talked. We've talked about this a long time ago. So you guys yeah. can take it from me. I've had this conversation with Josh. What Josh? Like six months ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's been a while. Yeah, you've been going through this for a while, and you know, just different things happen, and we didn't do it. But I think you know, sh- someone should never be allowed to do this to you. You know, and I think there's Especially also Especially on your own property. Yeah. I can understand if it was somewhere else, but here in at Tennessee. my own house. I and and, and the patron saint of let's shoot stuff in this state. Like yeah. I and at my own at my own house on my own property, I put ten thousand dollars into building a range just so I could have fun on my property because that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to dictate what she, what I what I want to do on my own property, and it's not right. Yeah. 
we went we go through things here also sometimes where people try to call the sh like we've so we've got a sheriff's department here and the deputies come out but i actually know those guys <laughs> so yeah. the only well that's the, the only, thing <laughs> yeah. i've had those guys come out and look at the range and be like man this is an awesome awesome range i've seen your range it's I'm good like, yeah, yeah come shoot whenever you want like yeah I'm, I'm friends with all the guys and i'm like yeah come on out man like not a big deal yeah um, it sucks. It sucks that this is happening. So hopefully maybe I'll be able to like take a section out of this and and put it up and maybe we'll get some more people um, to get involved here. You know, uh, John Tramp says they must be from California. Um, obviously, we don't want to get into who those people personally are and stuff like that. So they right. you can make it. I mean, it's all public. Right. You can find it. OK, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm assuming that I'm not from California, right? It, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, whoever they are, it's a terrible thing to do when it's pretty obvious that these guys are going out of their way to be safe. Um, and, you know, if it's like this weird corner of your property that you don't even have to go there in the first place, um, yeah. you know, I don't know why I do this other than to try to exercise some kind of power over another. That's all being. they're trying. They're trying to basically. And like I said, we've had other situations where. You know, other parts of my family live on this eight acres mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and it's closer to her property than, than it is mine. And yeah. she's basically, uh, I, the neighbor has basically been like uh, trying to film us and being like, you're too loud and you're scaring my horses and stuff when we're having just like family functions. Like she's, we've uh, rode fullers on this property for a year before we even lived here, before we even put a range here. And at that time she was like, you, you can't be doing this over here on, on this property. You're scaring my horses. And it's like, you know, this is our property. You have 20 acres on the other side. Go do what you want to do over there. I'm not yeah, trying to tell you what to do on your property. So don't tell me what to do on mine. Also, my neighbor has, uh, she's got horses right next door. Um, yeah. It's not a problem. You know, we have if, animals. If animals, if animals have a problem with loud noises, which I know happens, they can go to another place where there's not the loud. They don't have to be in I that have, corner. I have cows and goats and mm -hmm. donkeys and pigs and stuff over here on our property. And mm -hmm. it's closer to my range than her property mm -hmm. is. Yeah. And they have no problem. Um, Skivvy Waver is asking this question. It says, if your county has a protection act, how is she allowed to bring suit? She was claiming that I'm running a commercial range when I'm, in fact, not running a commercial range. It took... An affidavit from the zoning commission to say that I wasn't basically. Yeah, John Doe says, "Why didn't the judge just throw the case out?" Because when it came into uh, the court, he didn't want it to look like he wasn't going to see her side. Is is my opinion on why mm -hmm. he didn't? Mm -hmm. And uh, so basically, he wants to hear all sides of it before he makes his decision. Even though most of the judges here are very two A, uh, this guy has been known to be two A as well. Hmm. Um, and so I, I just I don't know. I mean, I, I really I don't know. I, I mean, I was meanwhile the tab is running. Me, meanwhile the tab is running for you. What about that? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. huh. Yeah, that's I don't know. Yeah, um, I hope so. What's do you have any idea of what a time frame is for this? Well, uh, I got word the other day that uh, just basically because of covid because they had to push everything back and they shut down the courts and all that stuff mm -hmm. they're allowing the stuff to come in there now but they're taking all the stuff that is important first mm -hmm. and not petty i guess like this is 
And um, but now I've heard that uh, now I've heard that, you know, this is basically ran across the desk and waiting for our attorneys to set a date. So hopefully okay. very soon. I'm going to share. I'm going to just uh, get a quick look at this before we move on. So here's the, you know, here's the uh, GoFundMe right now. Um, I hope that folks will at least like share this if you can help these guys out. You know, these are not like, uh, you know, YouTubers who are making tens of thousands of dollars at all. These are some hardworking guys, and you know, um, this is like a, a pretty tough thing for them to be going through. So I know how it is. If I couldn't shoot on my range for some reason, it would actually have a massive effect on my channel and what I, I mean. Do. We, like I said, this was our private range before we even started doing this. Uh, we didn't shoot videos here when we first started our channel. We shot everywhere else, and mm -hmm. you know, any any place that people would let us shoot, that's where we shot at. So doing this and, and having this ranger at my personal house has nothing to do with the channel. It's mm -hmm. cool. And it's a side note that I get to shoot on my own property and record it. Mm -hmm. but that's all I'm doing. And when how this has been going on mm -hmm. for the past year, I've been at other people's ranges. So we have other places to shoot. We don't have to shoot here. But the mm -hmm. fact is, is that it's my property. I should be able to do out what I want on my property as long as I'm not doing anything to anybody else. As long as you're being safe and if there's an act in Tennessee to protect you. I don't know what you want, what you what you think about it, Chuck. But if there's an act to protect you, it's not protecting you if it's if you're if you're having to spend all this money, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah I think well, it will protect me as soon as we get into court, though. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah, gonna have to pay for it. I'm paying for the attorney's fees, basically. But mm -hmm. yeah. it sounds like you tried to find a technicality, and so it the is. judge is exactly what letting it is. the yeah letting the technicality go. But here's my question for you, Josh: Are you gonna use this incident? to get Tennessee to pass a law like Texas did that any suppressor made in Tennessee because the NFA is only valid because of the interstate com commerce clause. So any suppressor made in Tennessee doesn't have to be NFA approved. Are you going to get, uh, are you, are you going to use this to launch that? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I, I, I'm just I mean, saying, yeah. well, they got to get through this first, help. but <laughs> yeah, if I can yeah. get help to literally yeah. pass anything that has to do with pro to a anything mm -hmm. I'm down. Now I think it's really funny that, uh, I emailed our governor and I'm not saying I'm the person that did this, but it's really mm -hmm. cool to think that I might be. So mm -hmm. I emailed our governor, uh, probably you know three or four months before they decide to have it as a two A sanctuary state, mm -hmm. and I actually specifically asked him. I was like, I know you're putting through the constitutional carry bill, uh, but we would like to see Tennessee as a constitutional, like a Second Amendment sanctuary state. And and then they replied back to me and they said, uh, Billy is always going to fight for the rights of you know Tennesseans and all that stuff. And I was like, Yeah, but that's not what I asked you. What I asked you was, we need to see this as a two A sanctuary state. And yeah, then about three or four months later on, they mm -hmm. actually made it put it into place. So I'm hoping that my email had something to do with that. By the way, Richard Maunder, who he's here in the chat, and he's a dude in England, he put in 50 bucks. So I just want to recognize Ooh, what Richard he did Maynard. there. And I want to thank him. I don't know if you're aware of, aware of who Richard Maunder is. That's a guy yeah. who's literally in England. He's like a massive fan of America, the Constitution, mm -hmm. our whole way of life here, the Second Amendment. He's trying to come to America, and this is not like a dude that has, you know, he's a hardworking guy, man. You know, so big shout I out. I met to him Richard at Butler. NRA. That's how I met him, and uh, yeah, he's, he's cool. He's a cool ass dude, man. I, I like yeah. Richard. I talked yeah. to him on every one of our videos. He comments on everything. Like yeah. he's, he's a super cool guy. 
Yeah, man. I, 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 listen, if I knew some gun women that were single, I would try to get them to like marry Richard or something <laughs> and get him over here. He's, he's, that, he's that good of a guy. But thanks, Richard. Um, we appreciate that. Thanks um, to everybody else that put in there too, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Uh, Skivvy Waver says, yeah, Skivvy Waver says, did you countersue? Uh, we're talking about it. I don't, I haven't done anything yet. I'm trying to get into court to get this fault. And then after that, we'll talk about everything else. Yeah. And Armament and Axis says, has Josh talked to the GOA about any of this? I've tried to reach out, uh, on Twitter, I think. And, uh, okay. I haven't talked to, uh, Crump about it at all. Okay. Um, but I need to, I've talked to us law shield and they're mm -hmm. one of our sponsors. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was like, Hey man, you know, I'm one of your biggest sellers. Like I, I've, I've sold a lot of memberships for them because I mm -hmm. really believe in the us law shield. Oh, they're awesome. I was a yeah. US law shield. Remember I was a us law shield member before I even had a YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So, uh, it was, it was like a no brainer for me to, to have them as a sponsor. And, um, mm -hmm. and so I, I told him, I was like, look, I need you to help me out on this. And they have, they gave me one of their, one of their lawyers here in town that is, mm -hmm. I mean, free of charge. Now I, like I said, the other guy, Kyle Baisley, he is an attorney and I have him and that's basically my bill right now. But mm -hmm. the U S law shield is actually spot and giving me a, an attorney for free right now. So, mm -hmm. okay, cool. I'll yeah. help out with the cost, which we'll is good. We'll see if we can uh, maybe talk to John or, or, or someone else at GOA and, See if we can get some other people involved in this somehow. I mean, ultimately, it would be cool this is keeping like you guys said, off the range, right? You guys cannot use your own range. That's right the now. thing. He the the judge told me, told me he was like, uh, "I'm not telling you that you cannot shoot at your own property. I know you have the Second Amendment and it's your right, mm -hmm. but I am telling you that you can't do the things that you were doing. <clears throat> you can't operate the way you've been operating." And I was like, "So I don't know what that means." And he was mm -hmm. like, "You can go out there and shoot a 22." And a shotgun, if you want. He was like, "You can't do the stuff you've been doing." Which, you know, I'm like, we were shooting nine millimeter and two two three. Like, we weren't. We don't ever do anything nuts, you know. Mm -hmm. um, if we do anything nuts, we go to Eric's house. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, you know. So I was just like, you know what? Out of respect for everything that's going on, respect for the judge and everything, I'm just leaving it alone because I got other places I can shoot. So I literally mm -hmm. haven't shot at my house in a year. Yeah. So uh, there's lots of things coming in here. Jen Champ Jr. says, when you win this, Josh, get a big bucket of Tannerite <laughs> and let that Karen watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Chris Rodriguez says, 7 a.m. coffee and binary 30-round mag every day. Absolutely. <laughs> it really, yeah, it sucks, man. I hate, I hate to hear stuff like that. So we'll see. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this out and I'll you know try to put that up there. Uh, on my channel, see what we could do. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll try to talk to John. He just might not be aware yeah. of this right now, or, or the folks at GOA. I, I haven't reached. I haven't reached out to him at all. I would mm -hmm. like to reach out to him. I just haven't done it yet because I hadn't really got the go ahead to do it. And now that I do have the go ahead to do it, I'm totally mm -hmm. down to talk to him and, and ask what yeah. they can do to help. And there. honestly, anyone FPC, yeah, FPC, Second Amendment, like whoever can get on board and help out with that would be awesome. Yeah. And like yeah, I said, so. all that, if we do have donations and stuff like that, it's all going back to them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. So let's see. Um, what, what else do we want to get into? Is there anything we missed out here, Chuck? Uh, yeah. I was going to talk about, uh, the lady that wants to replace, uh, Lisa Murkowski or, uh, Oh yes. Or, right. Or so, Rhino Senator. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the deal with that? 
Well, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, Lisa Murkowski is a very big rhino. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't know exactly how she is on guns. I know she's voted wishy-washy. She's probably voting for David Chipman and then she's not voting against them. And now she's voting against them. All that stuff. She's been really wishy-washy. Um, the lady that wants to, uh, to beat her is named Kelly Shabaka. Uh, and, uh, I actually started talking, uh, I called her campaign office several times to mm -hmm. try to get a, a YouTube interview, uh, mm -hmm. you know, something over that. And she's a really nice lady. I met her at a fundraiser. One of my fellow football coaches is a, also a big Republican and owns a business. Uh, and he, he is pretty big in the community. So he, he got me into a fundraiser. I got to talk to her. She's really nice. Um, uh, but she was endorsed by Donald Trump, who is also a rhino. I have 8.5 trillion reasons why he's a rhino. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, if, okay. if people out there don't get that, I'm sorry. That, then you're, they're a rhino, too. Um, but anyway, um, uh, so she hasn't responded. Like, she talked to me that night. She wants it, wants to do it. Uh, she's like, well, you have 19,000 subscribers. That's like, you know, that means the people can donate the campaign and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, and... You know, people in other <laughs> people want to see Lisa Murkowski out all across the nation. She's terrible. Mm -hmm. All right. I mm -hmm. mean, she's, she's, a, she's a Democrat, essentially. Mm -hmm. and, um, and and like I said, the last time I was on here, there's a 10,000 Facebook group member of get Lisa Murkowski out. There's nothing mm -hmm. 10,000 in Alaska at all for anything right. else. But right. I mean, there might be 10,000 bears or something. Something like that, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, but. You know, mm -hmm. for political stuff, there's no other group that has 10,000 members for sure. Right. Yeah. And not even a lot of other stuff. And, you know, people want Lisa Murkowski out, but my biggest concern is am I replacing one rhino with another? Mm -hmm. And if, if this lady, uh, she put me in touch with her publicist. She gave an awesome speech that night. She, she's, she can speak mm -hmm. um, and pretty good. Um, I got in touch with her publicist. I've been texting her publicist, calling her campaign, emailing her. They won't get back to me. And okay. You know, 19,000 subscribers, and I know at least between two and 3,000 I know live in Alaska uh, based on – or not know, but guesstimate or want to live in Alaska. Uh, some Several subscribers like a 67 Rebel SST AMC had just moved up here and several mm -hmm. other subscribers making plans to retire here. And mm -hmm. so, like I, I know that there are people that want to do this and – how do I, you know, how do I get past that hurdle? Am, am I worried? And, you know, with Trump, who is a rhino, endorsed, endorsing her over Lisa Murkowski, uh, am I just getting another rhino? Um, you know, of course, Trump is not as bad a rhino as Lisa Murkowski is. But right. I mean, there's several, there's, there's several things at play. Like, I think yeah. that, you know, if we want to get rid of Murkowski, that's like the first mission. Do you want to get rid of her and replace her with someone that may be just as bad? Uh, of course not, but you know, we st you still want those those rhinos that are out there right now that are not helping the cause to suffer. At the same time, you have to do some things to kind of like verify where people are if you can. You know, but ultimately, part of this is politics. Whether we like it or not, you know, they may not want to deal with us. I think they should. I think that 
you know, the the social media reach that we all have collectively, if these guys came on and talked with us, it could help them. But a lot of Republicans don't want to seem to take advantage of that, where Democrats are willing to do anything and, and, and try different things and, and go talk to other people. So I think it's too bad that Republicans don't feel that way and, and they don't take the chances and they're worried about someone saying they're crazy because they came on and talked to a gun guy or whatever it is. Um, I think they're, they're leaving some resources on the table when they do those kinds of things. Exactly. And it, how can you say you support the Second Amendment when you aren't going to support those who support the Second Amendment? It's just I was gonna say mm-hmm. I don't think they should worry about it if you're in a if you're in a two way populated place mm-hmm. and those are the people that vote you in, they should be happy to speak to anybody that is pro two way. People have to people have to let go of all of that. Right? The other side, man, they let go of that thing a long time ago and that's why they're kicking asses. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. ultimately we are not. Right. We're yeah. we're not we're yeah. not as effective on our side because the folks on our side are not using the resources that they have. They try to push everything through. We, we barely ever try to push anything through. Yeah. yeah, they're afraid. I mean, look, if you look at wasn't Biden showing up on um, was it Hot 97? He was showing up on all those radio stations on 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 their um, YouTube channels and stuff like that and doing different things. We. You know, the folks on our side need to use those tactics and stop worrying about stuff. They really, really do, you know, um, because the media doesn't give a crap about them. I think a lot of times they're trying to appease the media and have the media not come after them. You know what? I think you would probably get the opposite effect. If the media starts talking bad about you, they're talking about you. That's what actually worked for Trump. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And uh, my biggest thing is. You know, if she's not going to to give me the time of day, then she knows I'm going to ask the tough questions that Republicans don't want to get hit with. Mm-hmm. You know, Republicans don't want to get hit with the fact that they didn't do a balanced budget in four years. All right. When the Obama was in office, they passed the balanced budget amendment. I don't know how many eight times it got vetoed every time. All right. As soon as Obama's out of office, they spent eight point five trillion in new debt against your great grand great 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 grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I've done the math. Right. If you took a dollar bill for each part of the national debt and you taped them end to end, it would stretch around the orbit of Jupiter five times. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how much money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've done the math on that. I, I challenge other people. Go do the math on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's even more now. It might reach Pluto a couple times. But um, mm-hmm. it's just that's how insanely in-depth we are. All right? Yeah. If you try to put every – Every dollar bill in the same spot and create a black hole. Yeah, um, that's actually not factually true. But you know, you know. What, um, what was but, uh, what was the name of the woman that was one, running for Congress from Miami? Ah, her name went. Uh, she um, she did, someone's gonna. Hopefully, someone will tell me. Um, she, I think, I don't know if she was in the military before. That's the same woman that it came out the Republican that she was running against threatened her. Did you guys see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, man. I'm, her name is... I can't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Someone will tell me her name. But I really wish that she used more of the resources that were out there as well. She could have ridden over a lot of that establishment, uh, Republican establishment, you know, and reached yeah. out to a wider audience and maybe taken Miami, uh, where whatever whatever sector that was that she was going for, um, 
and I think at least locally you can you can do a lot if you just reach out to the folks who are actually there and get them active. You'd be surprised at you know you can get low numbers of people active and and win elections. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so I, I, oh, Anna Paulina, really Anna Paulina, see Anna Paulina yeah. Luna. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I wrote in uh, Senator Rand Paul over Trump because I'm not voting for anybody that endorses red flag laws. I don't mm-hmm. care if they're Republican or Democrat, anything. That's mm-hmm. that's that violates the first, fourth, second, eighth, and fourteenth amendment. It goes on, right? Um, yeah. So, uh, like, I, I just won't vote against anybody, but I also don't vote for anybody who isn't pro-life. So, um, and that's just another issue for another time. But like, I so I couldn't vote the Libertarian man. So I felt like, as a conservative Republican, there was nobody there representing me. I vote on three issues: you know, pro-life, pro-gun. And pro balanced budget. Those are the thing, big three things that affect us morally, socially, mm-hmm. and uh, you know financially, right? Mm-hmm. And those are the big three things that are going to bring this nation down, in my opinion. My opinion, totally. I vote on those three things as a conservative and right. a libertarian, conservative, right? Mm-hmm. And I felt like there was nobody in the race that represents me. And you know, the libertarian had two out of three. Trump had one out of three, and. Biden had zero out of three. So I didn't vote for any three of them. Did Trump Denver. take Alaska? Trump took Alaska handily, okay. yes. Yeah. So. I, I, I voted for Trump. I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, ultimately, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's what I wound up doing. But, man, right. I am I am disappointed in certain things that Trump did. You know, overall, sure. there were things that I liked about him. But I think that he made a lot of missteps. And I think a lot of that stems out of, to me personally, what happened with the NRA. The NRA just gave him that endorsement and just said, oh, these gun guys are on your side. Of course, Mm -hmm. it's easy for him to go, okay, I got the gun guys. I don't have to do anything for them. You know, so I feel like that's what happened to us. If you look at Georgia, though, Mm -hmm. if you look at the percentage Trump lost by and the percentage that the libertarians actually went up by, Nobody. I mean, everybody wants to talk about the election fraud and stuff like that. Well, you look at the the libertarians went up by and the percentage that Trump lost by, mm -hmm. you know, he lost enough gun guys and enough gun people like me that he lost the election. So this might be completely inaccurate, but my sense that I'm getting from from different people is that Trump really was on our side, but his daughter and her husband were not and ultimately his daughter won out of a lot of things like i heard there was some pro-gun stuff he was going to do and they talked him out of it you know at the last minute they talked him out of doing it because because of the elections and this is what happens when you play the game i think i think the first time around trump just like just took you know he just gave zero shits and went out there and did what he had to do. But once I think once he got into the White House, there were a lot of people around him that were talking to him. And, you know, even amongst his kids. Right. I think probably Eric Trump was more on our side, but he just wasn't getting his dad to listen to him as much as uh, um, what is it? Ivanka, you know, mm. and if you look at it now, Ivanka is distancing herself from him along with other people. So this is why in life you take your chances and you do what you need to do, man. You know, but hey, he didn't do it. So that's on him. Regardless of that, he was the president. He's the 45th president, United States of America. He's going to get that. uh, He's going to get that library. He's in history. He's in the history books already. The people who suffered for it are us. 
and mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and and we're the ones uh, left uh, holding the bag, so to speak, on that. So, you know. absolutely, so, yeah. I'm hoping we get Lisa Murkowski out. I just I want to make sure that hey, if this person's not even willing to talk to me, or they know I'm gonna, she's an Alaska girl. She should be able to a- answer the tough questions. You can't be a it can't be a pansy and live here, you know. Yeah, okay. um, but don't stalk and, her too much because that's not going to help your case. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah. It's about once a week. About once a week. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just saying, you know, just to temper it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I hope hopefully yeah. you can, you know, sometimes talk to these people on social media, but not in a, an attacking way, you know? Sure, sometimes absolutely. you have to do things or something like, hey, try to do something, see if they, whether or not they recognize that, or try to say, hey, what's your, even just on social media or something, say, what's your stance on this? Get them to go on the record. Um, but I do hope they come off of this, like playing politics nonsense, you know, and, yeah. and worrying yeah. about what, like what the media is going to do to them. The more the media talks about you, the better. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, listen, okay. We're running into the nine o'clock hour here. We should probably start wrapping this up. Um, and, and I'll give you guys an opportunity to, to once again, um, share the different things that you're going, that you guys have going on. A couple of things I want to do. I do want to point everyone back to the, to the fundraiser. Um, let's see, I'll, I'll share it. I'll put it up here so everyone can see. Um, this is yeah, the fundraiser. Read that, Cause it's been a while since I've read that. Oh, it says black diamond guns and gears is a YouTube channel based out of Blunt County, Tennessee. Where one of the creators, Big Josh, and his wife live on a single acre of their family's eight-acre farm. The guys from Black Diamond Guns, the Black Diamond shoots videos and gear reviews at a small personal slash private range on that acre in Blount, uh, Blount County. County, what, what's going through my brain? <laughs> Shooting on your own property is considered a safe, fun, and perfectly legal way to spend time. Uh, well, Josh and Heather have been pulled into a painful, costly litigation process where they're currently fighting for their 2A rights thanks to the grief from a neighbor a neighbor over the hill that has a problem with it, and it goes on. So it says you guys have already paid out $10,000 in legal fees in an effort to maintain your right to safely shoot on your own property. So that's uh, yep. that sounds about right. I mean, you might want to take a look at that and uh, up, update it a little bit if you need to, especially since it's yep. kind of public now. Um, the other yeah. thing, the other thing I want to remind everyone of before we get out of here, um, is that there's no more show. So there's no show tomorrow or Friday. Obviously not on the weekend and not on on Monday. So I'm taking a little mini vacation. There Don't, you go. Good. I'm still gonna be working. Don't worry about it. You know. I went on vacation last week. I went to Clearwater and I met Hulk Hogan. Oh, you're in Clearwater. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know what? If you yeah, you should have checked out Safety Harbor Firearms. They're in Clearwater. Oh really? Yeah. What are you? What are you friends with Hulk Hogan, or you just ran into him in Clearwater? No, no, I just ran into him. Oh okay. Yeah, Safety Harbor Firearms is in Safety Harbor is right. It's like right next door to Clearwater. Oh, like St. Pete or something? Yeah, I think I was out in in uh, I was in that area like two weeks ago or something. That's cool. Yeah, I, so, I was looking for gun shops too. I was I was wanting to go shoot some stuff while I was out there. Yeah, Safety Harbor Firearms makes the fifty uh, BMG upper. That you could put on an AR-15 lower and and some other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, next time you're out there, let me know, man. I'll, I'll yeah yeah I'll I'll connect you two guys. Um, so we're not doing a show, so you know uh, be prepared for that. We'll be back probably Tuesday or something like that. 
of next week. All right, let's start with uh, you want to let's start with Alaskan Ballistics. Tell the folks out there uh, how they can support you, where they could find your social media, communicate with you, etc. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on, Hank. I really appreciate it. And good to meet you and Lola in Georgia. It was really fun. Um, I run Alaskan Ballistics. We shoot everything over we can over a chronograph and see what it actually gets. And uh, we're on uh, our main videos are on YouTube, of course. And then we're on Instagram and Facebook if you really want to get a hold of me. MeWe. We're on The Jump. We're on Parlor. And uh, I, I think that's everything that we're on right now. Odyssey, uh, and so if you want to, and Gunstreamer and the Reloaders Network, I mean, we're on everything that we can actually physically keep up with, and so uh, if you want to check us out, um, you know, I, I pretty much run the channel myself, but I do have a camera help guy uh, who's, who's donating ammo and stuff too, so we are on Patreon and all that kind of stuff, so, um, but we did get remonetized, and thank you to CloverTac for that, and uh, mm-hmm. so uh, good discussion about that, Hank, so thanks for having me on. Oh, awesome. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. Okay, Big Josh, tell the folks out there how they can uh, find you, support you guys, communicate with you, etc. Well, I'm just one of the duo. Uh, it's me and uh, Small Josh. And uh, basically, we are on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. Um, you can support us by going to Jack's Tactical and buying the Fat Guy Holster. That's our main baby. That's our design. And uh, if you're interested in a Fat Guy Holster, check out the video and you'll understand what it is. Uh, that's it, man. And like I said, we are in this battle and we're trying to fight this thing for everybody around us, including ourselves. And any of the proceeds that we get from the GoFundMe will go to FPC and GOA. So I hope you guys, uh, just, uh, stick in there with us and, uh, yeah, we'll see this thing through. Absolutely. I want to thank you, both of you guys, for coming on. We're going to go, we're going to cut into the end, and then we're going to come back, and someone's going to hit us with the words of wisdom. So I don't know who's got some, who's got some words of wisdom on the tongue that they want to leave us with. It's going to be the 4th of July. I hope everyone is safe and has fun out there. Check this out. I got this from Bucky's. If anyone knows about Bucky's, America, America. Yeah. Yeah. America, America, America. There you go. (laughs) Love it. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to rock this um uh over the fourth of july weekend oh, lola, good on you. thank you i appreciate it uh yeah and you know the funny thing like lola is actually working this fourth of july weekend believe it or not but oh no yeah we'll still you know we're worst you know we're still gonna be out there enjoying it so listen everyone stay right there i'm gonna run in the end we'll be right back who's gonna leave us with the words of wisdom i don't have any okay so then it's gonna I, be I, on you talk. chuck yeah, it's going to be on you, Chuck. Okay, so listen, uh, big shout out to Franklin Armory. Big thanks to them for supporting us. I appreciate all the people who do support us and help us to keep doing this. Let's run in the end. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching, listening. I appreciate you guys. I hope you all have a great 4th of July weekend. Um, make sure you smash those thumbs ups, ring the bell. We're going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to listen to the audio. We appreciate people listening to us around America and around the world. I see the numbers going up every day. It's awesome. Um, all right, guys. Well, actually, Chuck, Alaska Ballistics, what's the uh, words of wisdom? Just remember that the Second Amendment is your God-given right, not your constitutional-given right, and make sure that you protect it and uh, that you uh, that you do everything you can to fight for it because government is there to go against God or the Creator or whatever you believe in and not go for it sometimes. So make sure you stand up for it. 
Absolutely. Amen to that. Um, Rich uh, Armin and Axis says, happy birthday, USA. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you know, I appreciate you all you guys. Big thanks to Big Josh. And what are we calling him? Small Josh? We can't call him Little Josh, right? That's like you can uh, call him either one, but I call racist him term. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the Joshes <laughs> from <laughs> Black Diving Guns and Gear, as well as big thanks to Chuck of Alaskan Ballistics. Uh, this was actually a great great podcast i really really enjoyed this one i hope yeah, that fun. you guys did as well yes thanks to everyone we'll see you guys uh we are out of here peace be good be safe